you're actually under a lot of control systems, and you have been since birth. And something that I worked on, and I'm not proud of, but uh, it's called the Voice of God weapon, offensive information warfare, or hyper game theory. They want to see if they can manipulate people to do things that are irrational, but also walk them to their death. It's a video game, and that's all it is. So the entire world is the game. Yes. And we're all just players in the game. What we call an NPC. You're a non-player character, a background person, someone designed to be the game more free for real people. So I'm fake. The entire world is, is fake. I'm just. I'm not even a main character. I'm just this idiot who's in the in the background. On the wake up. Live from FEMA Region 2, back at it one more again for the most dangerous two hours in radio on the wake up. With your host this evening, your brother Cam Kazi the Cutlass, my co-host, my brother John the Masonic Marine from the Truth Booth Podcast. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Shout out to the whole On the Wake Up Radio family and shout out to you, the listener of the On the Wake Up Radio Army. Definitely going to want to check us out at... On the wake up radio.com. That's on the wake up radio.com. Tonight, we have a special program. We'll get to that in a moment, but check us out at on the wake up radio.com because you know it's going to be hot and you know they're going to try to censor this shit as they always do. Share this content with someone who you feel is on the wake up and ready to hear it. And even if they're not ready to hear it, but you feel like they should hear it. Send that, share that, hit that share button. Big shout out to FEMA administrator Deanne Criswell. Thank you, Deanne, for keeping on the lights. Deanne been fucking up though. I, I, I'm not sure if the lights are on all across the country right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of coronal mass injection, uh, we're we're facing expert for the first time in many years uh, that we are this Halloween radio. radio Electronics, all that good stuff could be affected, but it is the first X player and, and X flare in quite a few years. And oh, uh, shit, this is an X flare. Well, this one, before this the earth facing one, so X, X flare is the strongest class, and you have your classifications above that. For, for this being the first X class, and uh, I don't know the exact amount of years for that, but right, uh, the, the cosmic rays, the KP index. The fluctuations of that is uh, it's it it's interesting data to look at, especially during this time frame, because it also sets off the uh, the aurora borealis can seem be seen much further south as well. Well, before you continue, before you continue, let me introduce you to the audience, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special special guest this evening joining John and I out of the blue BMX. Are always, always, always tuning into us, always giving us some dope ass input and information always. every time. And we appreciate you. And it's good to have you on here and just, you know, this conversation, just, just having you in this conversation this evening. Welcome, welcome to On the Wake Up. It's an honor, absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is long overdue. Yeah, please I've continue. Been the, I've been in the background for far too long, you know, and just, <laughs> everything in its right timing. Yeah, please continue, bro. Uh, so yeah, just the uh, like the 
you know, the, the, the X-class solar flare and all that, all of these things that are happening with the uh, La Palma volcano erupting lately, uh, you have all these, you know, earthquakes in diverse places. Uh, like we're definitively headed straight into a magnetic reversal. I, I surmise that that is why they pulled the whole uh, mass COVID injections. Uh, you know, transhumanism, uh, taking th- uh, eternal consciousness basically through that. Uh, through that conduit, uh, that that all the data is show, absolutely is showing that um, you have uh, people like Dutch Sense, which is excellent at the yeah. uh, the earthquake data part of it, mm-hmm. uh, Oppenheimer project. You know, just there's people out there that are studying this stuff, and so it's been an, a little over ten years that I've been studying the solar data and things of this nature as well, and uh, there was. A, a guy from the Ozarks that before COVID ever broke out, uh, he has he said once we get closer to the magnetic reversal that they would pull a pandemic. Mm. And three years later, I see this happen, and I'm like, oh wow, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Wow, really? And you you mentioned Dutch Dutch sense Dutch Dutch sense. Big shout out to Dutch Sense because, John, you know who that is? That is the cat who actually, I think he might have been the first one to actually catch one of the directed energy weapons, one of the lasers in action through the, ra- through the, through the satellite system, through the ra- radar system. Showed it, and it was, coming, it was either coming from the sky, pointing down towards, you know, California, right where one of the fires is. Or it was coming from somewhere in Washington. But it was most likely coming from the sky and he caught it coming down on several occasions and made it known. And I know we showed that we showed a clip of that on this show when it happened. But that was major because for the longest time, just to kind of show, you know, for anybody who's not familiar with Dutch Sense on on YouTube, like he's been doing this earthquake stuff for a long time, got to the point down to a science where, yes, he can predict earthquakes. And so you're like, because he'll be like, okay, there's an earthquake here now. So expect an earthquake around this region in a couple of days and it'll happen. And he can give right and he can give the um, the, the magnitude earthquake pretty, pretty accurately. Right. And he shows that the tectonic plates are bouncing off of each other at certain times. Right. So it'll bounce this way. You know what I'm saying? And then you go, okay, it's going to bounce back this way. It's going to take about this amount of time. It should be about this magnitude, that type of thing. He he follows the plate plate boundaries around, and then he can calculate in between, like, okay, there's one here, one here. He's very precise at it. And uh, one of the things he has, like the the standing wave – experiment uh that where like the basically the shock wave that it shows it in, in a standing water format of how of how what he does makes dutch sense <laughs> but, mm-hmm. okay the boston dynamics all of that stuff is getting more progressive you know yeah. so just it's it's wild i saw one the other day where there was a a Boston Dynamics dog that up out of a box came in and an injection, a, a vaccine shot, like up and out of a box into a dude's arm. And I thought it was a joke at first, like some just spam thing. That 
I'll send that to you. I'll, I'll post it. I'll screencast it and post it onto my channel out of Luby and that straight up uh, one of those AI and they have facial recognition, everything on those. Um, there's been a couple of those spotted in New York, actually, of like just yeah. when COVID first broke out, uh, they were just like speaking social distancing, just. <laughs> I think I think once people once they stop following orders, once the order followers stop following orders, or I mean, at some point, especially even with magnetic reversal stuff, okay, just leash the AI bots, facial recognition, you know, like and the and the tracking, tracing, and targeting. <clears throat> to, to me, this is what just all I, what I surmise of, of putting the two together is that is it they want to have trick the tracking, tracing, and targeting. They want to know where everyone is. They don't want people out in the woods. and uh, But also, right. to, as you all know, to shove the people into smart cities, uh, you know, the Agenda 2030 and all of the different factions. But all, all in all, it is a, a big, you know, a lot of people say genocide, but democide um, is, it, that, the definition of democide is death by one's own government. And, Ooh. You know, so even what even speaking on that to caveat off of that is we we talked about a story a few maybe a month or two ago where you remember, John, it was some Libyan leader or some Libyan rebel. And this was the first time that an autonomous weapon took matters into its own hand and went and killed somebody that was on the list. The machine was not ordered to do this. I guess they were swarming around. They were flying around, the drones doing what they did. And this was one of those drones that, I, who knows how it actually happens, but I think it was an explode on impact drone. And this drone said, hey, that's the lieutenant right there. Hold on, let me branch off from the fleet, you know what I'm saying, and go down and get this motherfucker, and they killed him. But they're being real hush-hush about how he actually died, though. This thing moved completely autonomously. This is the first generation of them, you know, and watch. They're going to watch and see how people respond to them. People are, trust me, people are going to be shooting at them. People are going to take sledgehammers to them. People are going to find ways to destroy them. And that will be the just, that will be the justification to, oh, no, like you said, no, we need to reinforce them. We need to reinforce them with body armor, titanium, other indestructible materials. I'm willing to bet the ones we see now are destructible. That's what they're arguing. Like they have rights. They have rights. Yeah. In 2000, it couldn't have been later than 2002, maybe 2003. But two, no, fuck that. 2002, B, I was watching <clears throat> at the latest. I was watching CNN headline news. And it showed this robot. And this robot, it didn't have a head. And it was, it, it looked like iRobot. You know what I'm saying? But without a head. And this thing was laying on its back, almost like a, like a beetle or something like that. And this thing goes and kick flips up onto its feet. They punched in some commands with the controller. And this thing sprung onto its feet like Bruce Lee. This was in 02. I have not seen this video since. 2002. And they were like, oh, yeah, Korean scientists create this robot. I said, what the fuck? This was before the movie iRobot came out. So when I saw the movie iRobot, I said, oh, that's the thing. That's the robot from the thing. But I have not seen that since. Just like you said, you think they don't have these fucking Aikido, these Kung Fu robots already? Y'all seen the uh, the mass deployment or their collective their collective bots, basically? There's a video out there of this guy. So 
this it holds a charge of C4. It's like a little nanobot fly that's got facial recognition in it. And it delivers a small payload of C4 that just zooms in on up. There's a demonstration of it. Um, gosh, I, some of this stuff I'll just have to post on on afterwards, screencast it and post it on my channel. But um, I, I figure most of the people on the wake up have seen it. Uh, but it, it the the guy the guy's demonstrating in front of an audience. He's like, so trust. He goes, trust us. These these are the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it hones in, so it's a you know a dummy face and everything. It, it hones in on it, shows the, the point yeah. of view from from that uh, flying object, and it delivers C C four straight straight between the eyes with that. Mm -hmm. And like the audience claps and shit, like oh yeah, take out the yeah. Then they showed it in real in real action with some like in an underground parking garage. I know a lot of people have seen have seen that one, but but yeah, that's. <clears throat> then they go on to the show that they deployed them and uh, like that they work as a hive mind, basically as a collective swarm. Where bot. they just yeah, swarm bots where where every person on that AI categorized list is on. <laughs> that might have been. I remember that one. I think that was like a, not a gag, but that was like. A fictional account, I'm pretty sure, of some real technology, though. I think it was like a warning against autonomous technology. But so I actually found the website that is linked with that exact company, or or, or that was a progenitor. Is that the right word? That was a the after the company that actually does that looked into that. That this, I mean, of course, when they put out something like that, it's already real. You know, as far as the technology what they show us is like way advanced of its time and they're connected with that video uh that that technology the, the technology, technology right right the technology uh, they, uh, they've shown them in, in rooms of where all of the drones at once can yes. execute a command and work in tandem yeah yeah so, and that's what i was going to say because even the technology just like you said the technology is real that video i don't know if that was a real video but the technology that you're talking about is real. You know, they, right. they, um, if you ever see, you ever seen the, the drone competitions where the dudes will be flying these little drones and like racing the drone, drone races basically, but they'll have them going through these obstacle courses, zooming all around and all this shit. But yeah. it looks just like what you're describing, Blue. The same type of thing where you could have this drone, just imagine it autonomous now doing that same exact thing. These tiny little drones and just like you said, just punching someone in the middle of the head with some C4. Done. The people that, that you know, they know the, the ones that have got their bug out bags and ready to head to the woods. Imagine that just being deployed over to any any desolate area and just pop, 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 like just across the board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's <laughs> funny you say that because did you did you get to hear the um friends of David Goldberg tapes? Yes. <laughs> you heard that shit. That is too close to home. Everybody on this line is familiar with friends of David Goldberg. And that just what you described is exactly what they're talking about. Like they want people to bug out. Think about this, right? Because he laid out such a scenario that we couldn't really picture how it would come to pass in 2019 when we were listening to it. But he said 
the people who want to bug out, he's like, oh, they want you to bug out because they're gonna, you're going to be on the road, basically, when people aren't supposed to be on the road. Remember when they had these alleged, you know, border, border shutdowns between the states, right? We were able to drive from state to state. I don't know if people know that. They're like, oh, the state borders are locked down. Those shits were not locked down. Motherfuckers were driving like regular. You know what I'm saying? Going to all kind of states. Wasn't. But in some states, if you drove in and you had tags from another state, you did get pulled over. You know, there was National Guard there, depending on what state and where you were entering that state. But imagine now people who think they're going to bug out at a time when they there really is no interstate travel. That, that You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on. No, no. Come this way. This way. <laughs> Gerard Butler. That's that guy's name, huh? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So no one else is going to be able to see this but us until they watch the rerun on otwtube.com. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. The Swarm Drone. He got him. I would have thrown his ass in the water. Fuck that. <laughs> no, they tell predictive programmer for that monkey. Look at that. They got a target record, target acquisition. Yeah, exactly. And this movie came out in what year? Yeah, yeah. You gonna shoot shoot the swarm drones? Look at that. Lit all their asses up. <laughs> yeah. Javar Butler, huh? Oh, God, look at that. <laughs> what? Look at that. Oh. Right, so you're telling me that they don't have something more sophisticated than that right now? This is a movie. This is Hollywood. Uh uh. They think when you, you Joe bug out big badass right. in your slow in your slow ass boat. <laughs> I'm gonna be running around with mylar blankets and kitty cat kit cat food bags, masking my body heat. Like. Even in the Friends of David Goldberg, they talked about the winter. You know. Winter, I guess it didn't go the way they wanted 20, they said 2021, but it may be 21, 22, you know, maybe that might be the winter that they were hoping for. Even punk ass Joe was talking about it's going to be a dark winter. No, it's not going to be a dark winter. Yeah, it's going to be a dark winter. <laughs> Two ass are going back and forth. <laughs> Whether it's Trump, like with comedy, I do Trump impersonations. They're like, don't do Trump on stage anymore. You're going to, you need personal security for that. <laughs> really? But like it, every, like between people being so divided on things, like that's that is what I do. That's my mission statement for comedy is to bring up the things that divide us all and like troll it instead of truth be told, like truth be trolled in essence. Ah, yeah. Like that. Oh, truth that's fire. Trolled. That is fire. Right. Oh, you heard it from out of the blue BMX, folks. Truth yeah. be trolled. Trump's like it. Well, you know, and yeah, I, I pretty much did. I made America great again. It is what it is. And I did all I did. And now we got Sleepy Joe in there. He's doing what he's doing. But Melania, Melania, she's Melania's back there in the gold toilet. She's she's got a little coping you know, problem since the uh, since the election. But we're still in love. We're good. We're still. <laughs> And, and I play the invisible accordion, so. <laughs> 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 
Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you gotta you gotta telecast that that comedy sketch <laughs> so they don't have to usher you off the stage <laughs> i'm doing comedy from the house now with green screen to where right. like not being bum rushed on stage right force them to watch you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just like broadcast it now. Like I'm, I'm launching a, a TikTok channel, but also just turn it up for for out of the blue, even because it's randomness. That's why I choose out of the blue. Is any, it's anything and everything. It's, it's whatever at any given moment. Nice. Um, but to do, but to set a, a a comedy stage here and just that's where everything's headed anyway. Seemingly, and people in their smart cities and and like like Black Mirror type stuff, then. <laughs> Yo, up that way. <laughs> you know what's wild? You mentioned Black Mirror. <clears throat> so it took me a while to actually watch this show. But people would come to me, oh, Cam, have you seen Black Mirror? Because they had this in Black Mirror. I'm like, wow, they put that in the show. They were like, because they came to me, because it's like shit that I've been talking about for the last 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Cam, you should really watch Black Mirror. Like, what the fuck is Black Mirror? Finally, I watched it. I was like, oh, like, oh, they put that in the show. Like the DARPA dogs. Like, I saw those shits way before Black Mirror came out. And when I saw them in the show, I was like, oh, that's what they want to do with us. <laughs> I'm honored to be on the line right now with not one, but two veterans. Two veterans. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold the hell on. Bro, what branch are you serving? Uh, Navy. I Navy and Marine. <laughs> you gave us a ride overseas to kick some ass. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, brother. Ooh, you do. I was a master at arms. Master at arms. Military police. Same thing. So, so many people think I'm an agent on IG. I get that shit so much. <laughs> It's, it's laughable. It's laughable at times, but then other times you you have connections that, with people that through IG that are like soul fam, and they just get in their head and think that agent this and that. Yo, I could go in about all that agent stuff. The people do the agent witch hunt because they as haven't actually encountered agents or agent activity. Because if they did, <laughs> they wouldn't be so quick. To just point that finger, you know, maybe that is that is a part of it that that the same face can't be discerned. I mean, part of the mask wearing thing. I mean, that's also for the AI to categorize because it's reading the eyes. You know, I'm sure that uh, it's reading the eyes. Uh, it's reading people's gait, yeah. how they walk. It's reading yeah. people. You know, like what's this fuck face's name this cocksucking womanizing pedophile um cuomo the former governor of new york the former governor of new york he installed this um this infrastructure on the bridges and tunnels they said oh because people like to turn their faces when they're going by the cameras so we're gonna have the facial recognition to identify their ears <laughs> they, they publicly said this identifying people's ears you know what i'm saying and this was before the masks so imagine now yeah. they're watching they're not just watching people's faces they done stepped stepped up their game from the faces it's people how people even mannerisms their, their mannerisms right all that stuff like you said gate walking gate and stuff like that but also uh what i've heard through from through it side of things is that that you know if you have your 
cameras covered front and back and all that, they can act that the AI can actually pick up on how the energetic signature of how you type is, and that they can tell if that if that that person basically. And he's masturbating again. <laughs> Could you imagine the fusion centers, the waste of fucking oh data? Porn must be categorized in fusion centers and Yo, shit. Bro. You know how those fusion centers, how the the employees there must need therapy. Like, sir, he's masturbating again. <laughs> Do I have to watch it? Like Johnson, you watch every goddamn second of that. <laughs> we have to know if it's good, if it's clean porn or not. <laughs> Like, sir, he's making eye contact again. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch this nigga's face like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is blinking? You're trying to take pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yo. yo. Have you seen that spider in a jar where they where they put a picture to take a, a picture of the spider in a jar and the, it kills the spider from the uh, whatever from the basically the small bits are wow that's a trip. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! That motherfucker! I need these pics! I need these pics! Yup. Mm -hmm. Every every force that you have the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Every four seconds, the iPhone is taking a picture. And what what is the first line of defense against tyranny? As, a, as like basically for for Uniti study, you know, uh, is would be the veteran, you know, right? So let's go into that, right? Because so not only is out of the blue a veteran, but he's also a targeted individual. And targeted individuals, if people are not aware of gang stalking, then you know. After the show or another time, just you know, take some time to familiarize yourself with it. I've been hearing about gang stalking for decades, but I didn't actually look into it until around 2015. And 2015, once I started learning, you know, reading and listening to what people said, I said, oh, my gosh, because I actually know a couple targeted individuals. I know a lot more now, but I knew a couple targeted individuals and the things that they would describe to me, I'm like, like, I didn't think they were crazy because I know they're not crazy, but they couldn't, it was difficult for them to talk about what they were experiencing, you know? And if you can, Blue, just, just go in, man. We're, we're listening. <laughs> yeah, that's, a he that's so heavy uh, because I've, I've also spoke with other veterans. Uh, this is... I to figure out a reference point to start from, it's it's difficult to discern when, like, I know when the tarting got heavier, but I believe I've been targeted for quite a long time. I'll take it back to, uh, to being, mm. <laughs> some of this stuff that's like from last week, Cass, is some of the things that I'm like, well, should I speak on this part? But I'm mm. gonna let the, let the cards fall where they may. As a master at arms, we uh, they pick the top performers 
and sent us through a counterintelligence schooling. Nothing. There was no uh, non-disclosure statement upon getting out of the military that, that this isn't, you know, to be spoke about or whatnot. But um, we utilized a 14 mile island uh, for counterintelligence training. And in retrospect of what gang stalking is today, that was absolutely hands down gang stalker training. Like we did like leap approach, leap, leapfrog approach, uh, you know, learning to follow people um as a as a group uh and then also during that time frame we were we were learning uh crowd control we were learning crowd control as well and i remember that one in the class it was like raised my hand like uh who's this gonna be used upon where are we gonna use this in the what theater is this gonna be used in because i was like the crowd control where are we gonna be doing these movements and and these commands and stuff. And uh, back then in the military, I was one of the few per se woke people in the military. Very few of us back, back at that time. But, but, um, you know, I asked the question, like, who's this going to be used? And the, one of the NCIS teachers just gave me that look like, you know, yeah, you kind of linked up in, in, uh, through the eyes and don't want to speak it in front of the class, but he's like, basically like, yeah, you, you, you're getting the train of thought online uh, as far as, you know, the plausibility that it could very well be used uh, um, against, against the United States citizens someday. Rex 84, you know, all that. Can we get a timeline? Like what year is this approximately that you're getting this training? You're receiving this training. Okay. So that was 2004. 2004. Okay. So, okay, so you're receiving this training that the, the leapfrog, so for, so for people who may not understand what the leapfrog is and just jump in at any point, <clears throat> that's when you, okay, let's say you're in, you know, five, five block radius or something like that, right? And one person is following a, a target, right? And then it, the, the, the target basically gets passed off to somebody else, right? And on and on. So, what does that look like as far as training? And again, whatever you can talk about, talk about. But how does that look? How does that look to somebody who's experiencing it? Uh, so, so the 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 uh, facilitators of the of the class at the time, they were the ones that we had to that they would give us class training. Then we went and utilized the fourteen mile island, the entire island. Uh, for that training to uh, to uh, essentially to catch up with them and narrow narrow it down specifically be before they were to get on to the uh, the 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 vehicle taxis that would take that take people off the island if they got on that if they got on that um, taxi to the mainland uh, then that then then we had lost basically but. Uh, uh, we we caught up with the individuals right as they were boarding that uh, in the class, but uh, so so years later, years later, being targeted myself, I started seeing those things like to where you know street theater and all that stuff. It was just like having the training for that. It's some of these people are are so uh, and. And it's like, are these 
they have some sort of a platform. They 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 must. It's oh, it's, mm. so, I'm trying to find a reference point here. That's because that's such it's the 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 point that's that psychological operation or that that those doings itself it is to blur the lines of reality for that individual and to get them isolated alone where everyone thinks they're crazy you know and and to to get the more alone and isolated they get the heavier that target gets it the more pronounced it gets so pause yeah. right there cuz that's an important point that i think all targeted individuals should understand what you say the more alone and isolated they get what happens the the heavier and pronounced it comes like the, it's like the at that point their fangs are showing and it's you, it's it's so pronounced and when you have no one around to that would that'll believe anything it goes so much more heavier and there's levels to it uh, so so when i was at this uh this the veterans i'll just call it the veterans place for now this the veterans place there were three other individuals there that, that experienced the, the same phenomena through and through and uh you know, uh, so that would go. This will go into like the full story of of leaving Kansas City and and going down south. Uh, of when the targeting really picked up, I, I went down south when COVID broke out to to like just uh, work through some work through traumas basically. And um, to to make it clear, uh, John, I know Masonic Marine. Uh, I, I'm a Mason as well. So, you know, to dispel the rumor that like, oh, they're, we're all out to control the world. We're all bad people and stuff. No, this, this, uh, this dude with that had the uh, triangle with an eyeball on his back. He, he approached me one day. He said, he's like, he's like, hey, your knowledge scares people. And he's like Trump tarred, completely trumped out and all that. And like, I didn't care about either one, you know, like all the world's a stage basically. And, uh, since he had told me that the, uh, him and his, and the, they're utilized, he, they utilized the, the sheriff's equipment, everything to, um, to do some really disturbing things. Uh, like they have, there's, like V2K, you all have heard of the, the voice to skull technology. There, there mm -hmm. is something that they can do to get into your awareness that, that they have, that they are present. Uh, and then, but also they have, um, in the name of firefighting, whether it's, I don't know if it's FLIR technology as far as night vision, uh, but in the name of firefighting, and I've seen, I've studied into it a bit where they can actually see through walls. And a lot of people think that they, oh, well, they couldn't disarm America. There's a blade, <laughs> there's, a, there's a firearm under every blade of grass. Mm -hmm. uh, but with the technology they have these days, it's, it's absolutely plausible. I mean, that they, uh, uh, well, not, pl more, not only plausible, they, they are utilizing that type of technology. Yeah, and, uh, they can see, you know, I mean, everything, it's, they, it's a type of from sonar type technology, right? Mm -hmm. Their geospatial technology and geospatial yeah. engineering where they can do 3D models of every aspect of a building. They can use Wi-Fi and basically bounce Wi-Fi or whatever signals, use your router, 
you know what I'm saying, or other unknown technologies to bounce signals off of the walls and create a sonar image of what's in, you know, somebody's apartment, including weapons, you know what I'm saying, density of objects, things in closets, like far beyond what most people are considering. Absolutely. It's like uh, even like, you know, so so like the uh, FLIR technology that picks, you know, heat signatures when they can when they can just visibly look whether it becomes like part of their helmet or the 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 glass, the the uh, headset, whatever they got that they that when you get a person gets pulled over. There's there's this one thing called Stingray I've heard of that where yeah. they that's like they can they can see basically through vehicles to see if if a vehicle has uh the clicky plaques in them <laughs> but um <clears throat> or firearms and stuff but um they they definitely the technology they're utilizing is is uh ab abhorrent in nature Co the collective of our of our team uh we would like to to keep them from getting off the island we would uh corral them into whatever area we want you know it's just like uh, the riots in Ferguson, like, like a lot of people saw the, the aerial view and all the drone stuff to where like they knew what street they, people were headed to next. And that's the same concept as they, they would, uh, the training was that like where, where a person was headed, we dispatch others to, to get them to the exact area we wanted to. Oh, wow. So, this is a good time, I think, to even ask about the street theater that you mentioned. What is street theater? Because I, I feel like a lot of us maybe have experienced it and not known that it was that. What is street theater? What is it from your perspective, whether you've been involved in something or, you know what I mean? Just what, what is street theater from your mind to our ears? Street theater, it, it's... Uh, it like like how, how I was saying earlier how it goes in levels of targeting like I, I don't know if a person just starts out on you know whatever color code or whatever and then they get it gets ramped up um, but the street theater it's once once a person is isolated uh, the the street theater you know the you could be sitting somewhere and I mean, just having this training, like I would sit somewhere and just wait for the, I call them the goon squad or insane clown posse. Like, mm. um, because they're, they, not to say that uh, th this individual that sparked this off was a Mason, but like, it's not, I don't, I don't, you know, it's not about dropping on uh, that fraternity at it whatsoever. Just, just say it, man. Don't matter. Just whatever you got to say. They utilize the uh, sheriff's equipment for every everything they utilize to find the bad guys. The the uh, looking through walls technology. Uh, if if I lose my train of thought, just help keep me on online with it because yeah. that's like it was so a really time of life. And, you know, they 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 eventually did try to to. Um, the 86 me they 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 tried to take me out so i i, I brought um i put the tire here they they crawled up underneath my truck and cut sliced the tire from the inside of it to where the tire was still still aired up and peeled peeled the uh 
there here, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this to to, uh, to show this here. Uh, so it's eventually with all the uh, street street theater uh, people showing up in places, uh, try uh, people will strike up conversation out of nowhere that just doesn't really add up. You're like, oh, just you know, and at first, like you know, in retrospect, it's like, damn, how long has this been going on? Right. Eventually, it becomes so pronounced where, like, there you look at their training. Even you're like, damn, y'all, the training that y'all have is pretty. You know, if if they're needing such a a, a large collective of collective of people to do this, that um, it, it's I have videos recently actually, like uh, like you were talking about, John, people covering their faces and all that. There's a dude uh, two weeks ago. And uh, I'll post the video on OTW tube, uh, but full, full mask around his ears and head with the hat on, you know, acting like he was talking on a cell phone. Goes over to goes over to his vehicle, and so by that time I, he already sparked my awareness, and and he popped up popped up above uh, the minivan and was recording me just like just this much, and I zoomed in on it. So I have a video of that that I'll post it at another time. But um, again, there I lost my train of thought. But <laughs> right. So, so, so eventually, so uh, eventually, they knew that I was on to them, and a, you know, they knew what what I did in the military, and they went, they dropped heavy, and so I'll, I'm going to bring this power over and show where it was cut basically like they they legit tried to take me out and uh that's so from there from there I, I came back up to kansas city drove three and a half hours back up to kansas city and city. this is the strange about it is it i don't know if it's the the cell phone like a cell phone that it, it's emitting a, a a red red signal you know whatever whatever level of ti that that is that um that i so i drove three and a half hours uh which was not spoke about on the phone or anything so three three and a half hours back kc uh i was uh driving through this old historic downtown place and random being walks up to me just out of the blue and uh and he says, he says, yo, you know why they fucking with you, right? Hmm. And by that time, I had become like pretty numb, uh, uh, just numb to all the the stuff they've been doing. And so, I I lit me up a smoke, and I'm like, I just kept looking straight. I didn't even want to see the dude's face. I didn't want to know. He said, so he goes, yeah. So I was in the military too, too, and I was counterintelligence, and I was counterintelligence as well, as well. Okay, so I, I was like, okay, what's up? I just kept looking straight forward. He goes, yo, you know why they fuck with you, right? And he said, they're scared of your power. And whoever that was with like, with loose lips, maybe it was Saturday night, that that uh, gang stalker had, been, had had a few and was like, oh, man, he's not that guy. <laughs> Who knows how that went down? But from when he told me that, yo, you know why they fuck with you, right? So that was three and a half hours from where all that heavy gang assault was happened, and there was I was not, I didn't even plan on being in that area. 
And as I, I walked through, walking through old historic uh, downtown of a place in KC, uh, this just and just popped straight straight out of the of the alleyway in between the uh, the, the shopping centers. And it was like, yeah, you know, I was I was military as well, counterintelligence, and you know why they you know why they fuck with you, right? And uh, it, they're scared of your power. And I, I didn't. I'm like power, like power. What you know? But um, the, to segue from that is that for in the in the Gulf War they did the anthrax vaccines, and I was in Olympic BMX racing shape at the time. Um, like from being in the Navy, being deployed and all that, I was in Olympic BMS, BMX racing shape, first in the state of Missouri, ninth in the nation at one time with the point standings. Uh, but as soon as I received that, the second series of that anthrax vaccine, immense nervous system damage and, um, and which, which is now known today as, as Gulf War syndrome. And so uh, possibly that's, that's maybe what he was speaking of as far as like, they're scared of your power, meaning that uh, because, because in the military that time, so I was on the aircraft carrier deployed in the Persian Gulf and that it was for that anthrax vaccine. It was mandated. It was mandatory. So mandatory vaccines occurred on that small floating city. And one of my friends is, who's a Navy SEAL, uh, you know, going through the whole, uh, even getting a, Getting a trident and, and all of its training is is a, is an immense accomplishment. Most people's life dreams. This this guy, I thought he had just got back from a night op. Like just something was was off about him. I said, "Yo, you know, you want to talk about it? What's up, man?" Uh, he had received a Red Cross message. He said, "Both of my he said both of my parents are are high profile doctors and they sent a red cross message saying, son, turn in your trident. Do not take that vaccine. And, um, there's, there's a part of me that, that's, that I surmised that it wasn't like that we really needed that anthrax vaccine to continue on the good fight. That, that was quite possibly a trial run of the MRNA, you know, the soldiers or, you know, the Tuskegee or the, the St. Louis, how they have done, experiments and all that but may possibly that's where why that they whoever they believe that there's you know that powerful of a voice to say you know this is it was mandatory back then and people think so much of this stuff is in the future but like the gestapo is is fully in place yeah you remember um you remember the movie v for vendetta right and you remember the fingers, the fingers, right? Those were the, basically the knuckle breakers that would uh, go around and they were like police, but secret police, you know what I'm saying? And they were just embedded in society. And if they, you ran up on them, they just, you know, oh shit, the fingers, you know? Now I got to deal with these assholes. That's kind of what it reminds me of when you say that it's happening now. This isn't like a future thing, like people say. I always say rise of the Gestapo. And I think people tend to think that that sort of thing is coming like in the future, in the, in the near future. But like you said, it's happening right now to lots of people all around the world. And it's not just in the United States. There's all over the world, Japan, Europe, all over. 
those think tanks like Tavistock and things of that nature, you know, like, like they, this has been, or, or just like the Operation Paperclip from World War II, you know, where they were, the, the scientists <laughs> were brought into America and didn't go anywhere per se and, and working on the, the, uh, well, the think tanks to, to figure out how they're going to uh, orchestrate this chaos. So I was talking to one of my homies who's a TI, and he surmised that there must, he said that there must be, in any given area, there must be 100 gang stalkers. How's that number sound to you, Blue? Any given area. Uh, uh, that sounds absolutely plausible because out in the sticks they were heavy. <laughs> I in mean, the like the, the old the old school eighty eighties movie, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Uh, so I had witnessed the uh, the street theater, the gang stalking, being followed, leapfrog approach, and all those things, and and then I noticed that they were out. In 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 the brush, like uh, more than one of them. So I went I, and I was like, "Well, they got they have to have night. They must have night visions, and they're using uh, police gear, uh, sheriff's gear, and all that." So I I go and get my own night vision. Sure enough, I put on the, the put it all together for the first time. Put on the night vision, and there's at least seven or eight of them posing. In, in in the woods, out in the middle of the Ozark, posing in, and, and so when they noticed that I put up the night vision goggles, they literally posed like they're that confident. They posed like just like yo, wow, and, like just in that intimidation factor of like yeah, it's it's us. We're here. What are you gonna? It, that's like that. What are you gonna do about it? Uh, mindset that they have. So let me ask, has. And I might be starting some shit right now. Fuck it. Have we heard any situations where gang stalkers are attacked? You ever heard of any situation like that? Or even our audience, have y'all ever heard of gang stalkers being attacked? And consequences or lack thereof? Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been carjacked that was um, quite assuredly linked with the gang stalking. Uh, the individual got into my vehicle, gun into my side and said, uh, it, and so I'm thinking like, okay, ATM, what do you want money? And this individual said, just drive. And what he had to say after that was, we're going to learn something about one another today and just drive. And they didn't want money, didn't want anything. So as far as, absolutely, um, I believe that as far as attacked, yes. And then so, or attacked or, or lives, lives being, uh, or them trying to take a life of somebody that, that, who knows if it was the training, they're like, oh, he, shit, he's a civilian now, better not talk about that, you know, uh, you know, I'm saying the actual gang stalkers, maybe I missed what you said. The actual gang stalkers being attacked, hurt, killed. Have we heard anything about that? The people who are doing the stalking, 
Yeah. That's interesting because you would think that as many whistleblowers and things that nature, you would think some, what I've, what I've come to understand uh, and what input from other people has said that, um, that a lot of these gang stalkers have a get out of jail free card. So, and, and a lot of them do have that vibe about them. Hopefully oh, this is visible. Oh, shit. That's the title. Look at that. Wow. So they crawled, crawled up underneath my vehicle. This is a, a, a straight cut right up here where they, they peeled they peeled down to where the tire was still aired up. And on, on, of all days, Christmas Day last year, this tire was fully aired up. It burst on the highway while I was driving. And they took an attempt. Wow. So there's what? a cut right here. Straight. And it, it still had its air in it from because this was from the inside inside of the rear tire. And it absolutely did burst while I was on the highway. Uh on Christmas Day last year. So let me say, so because targeted Tony, that's um, his, he was formerly uh, well, I don't want to say what he formerly was, but he's a targeted individual. He says, yeah, some are confidential informants. A lot of female gang stalkers are sex workers who got caught in a sting operation, so they make them become honey traps. He said a lot of them are confidential informants, and they're punked into participating. Like that, that light Jones says. They break into your house when you're not home. Targeted Tony says, also, they are using black men to pretend to be Hebrew Israelite TIs to infiltrate BHI groups, black Hebrew Israelite groups for the FBI. Yeah, I believe it. There's a major agent on YouTube named G-Rock the Israelite. I don't know if he's an agent, but I'll, targeted Tony says he's an agent. So folks should look into that. Again, you know, it's, it's easy to call people agents. I don't know if he's an agent. I'm not going to co-sign that he is, but Target Tony says that he is. So anybody who follows him or is into his content, should maybe just look into him and see if it's true. Uh, something Target Tony said that I, that I missed, like the first couple sentences of what you had said there reminded me of something. But uh, it just when, – when talking about this stuff and some – I mean – the attempt on my life and all that. It's like, I just, I, I'm trying to remember what targeted Tony, not to read the whole thing or whatnot, but there was something in there that, that segued into something very prominent that, that also happened. Um, what did he say? Okay. Yes. Okay. I know it was the, the female gang stalkers. They will um, absolutely, they will send a honey pot. What's called a honey pot. They'll send an actual female into a person to, to have an actual relationship with them as a honey pot. Mm -hmm. Send a honey pot for, to, to, uh, well, for information. And that, I don't know if they're, they're raised in those families or what, but they will, it'll like legitimately be a relationship. And then they'll like just one day they'll, I've experienced that and as well as one of my brothers from LA, he, he's been through the same thing is that uh, they just, they up and jet. You never hear from them again. They'll move them to a different city or something. It's like they got, they got what they wanted. They, what they're, what they were trying to extract and moved on. But absolutely a honey pot being sent someone's way is absolute. That's real. Absolutely real stuff. Targeted Tony. Yeah. Targeted Tony says, yup. And a lot of honey pots will, Try to give you an STD too, goddamn. Or they'll try to lock you down to have a kid with them so they can destroy your life. 
Yes. Uh, oh. Targeted Tony's on it. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I had someone in my life. I and... lived that targeted Tony. I've lived that. I've had a honeypot sent into my life. Uh, had a child and they just something as was always very off. But the uh, like the one of the traits, you know, is that that sociopathic mindset. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think I think I had a honey pot sent on me some years ago. And this individual, when I kind of got hip to what she was doing, she literally tried to destroy my life, like literally on some 180 shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like she couldn't really hide who she was. And I'm saying that as far as being kind of a horrible human being, you know, but and I, I was fortunate enough because I asked the right questions, you know. She appeared to be a normal person, civilian, but then she was like, she had security clearance. Like, what? Security clearance? What do you mean? That type of shit. And I remember I had brought her because she was looking for a job because she had gotten laid off. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. And so I was helping her look. You know, I was looking for jobs if I could. And I brought her, you know, the government newspapers. You, they have met the magazine stands. And, and they have um, all the different government jobs. And I didn't even understand the qualification that you would need for the job. But they say, you know, if you have this level of clearance, you can get this job. And it just goes up and higher and higher. And so I gave it to her. She said, oh, yeah, yeah, I can get these jobs right here. No, nah, these are above my pay grade, but these are right in my grade right here. That type of shit. So this, this individual in my life was an analyst. She had analysts. That was her skill set. You know, and she couldn't tell me all that she did, but it was just, and the only reason I learned this was because I asked questions because that was, you know, me, man, you know how I get down. And I've been, and I always say, I've been real quiet over my, over the years, 20 years, I've been fully awake and conscious and knowing what the fuck is going on out here, you know, but it's on, it hasn't really been until on the wake up that I've been vocal about what's going on. So this was prior to on the wake up. But when I tell you this individual tried to destroy my life and I don't think I was ever a targeted individual, but this was a situation where this person literally worked their way into my life and, you know, like knew my interests, obscure interests, you know what I'm saying? Even as a writer, shit that I don't really share with anyone, but knew the right subject content to kind of reel me in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this nigga likes time travel. I got him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type of well, shit. That's one of the ways they approached me. I've been, I was working on like free energy projects, been studying like uh, rodent mathematics, uh, Taurus field, free energy, Tesla, things of that nature. And that's one of the things that, that one of the, the, uh, the people off the streets came up to, like sparked a, a, a conversation out of nowhere to talk about free energy. And that was just an immediate red flag of like, okay, what's right. what's what's the next unfold from here? Um, but there was there was a a female in those speaking of like a, a honeypot being sent one's way. There was this there was this. Uh, I'll I'll try to keep it as vague as possible. This person that was that had claimed they just moved from Oregon and was new to the area, way down in the sticks. And um, they were a writer as well. And hmm. Uh, they, she's this end of it. She said she was, uh, that she goes, yeah, well back in my, my FBI training. And I said, well, well, what happened then? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like you back in your FBI, <laughs> but you're not now, you're just a writer. 
she goes, oh, yeah, well, and so complete went through full FBI training. I was like, how are you not an agent? Then what happened? You break your ankle? Like what? And right. just there was this blank stare of like, like you were saying, you get enough information on them. That's when they start like to dip out. And so she moved back to Oregon, <laughs> like within a month after I started asking those right. questions, it was out. Yeah. So I found out because this individual was, you know, doing a lot of stuff, but this individual had a census bureau email address and this individual did not, as far as I knew, work at the census bureau, but they had a census bureau email address. And I think even one of their phone numbers was a census bureau phone number. And this was not a census bureau year either. This was not a census year that I was dealing with this individual. You know what I'm saying? That I'm so glad you brought that up of the census bureau. That the last census bureau they did, they went, they went to into the woods looking for people with off the map address. This was like, the like the one time I they they were just they went in heavy and repeatedly if they that person wasn't wasn't around there they'd come back and they'd ask through another person and so one of the one of the gang stalkers that I was eventually I was like dude that they were they one of the beings that I was like why you wrap your face like this and all that he said oh yeah if you see if you see uh one of my Wi-Fi's, it's uh, it's FBI van too, like haha joke, and um, and so like I had seen that from a New Mexico targeted individual website. I'd seen the FBI van thing. I was like, okay, I'm on to this guy. And then eventually he said that he was on the Census Bureau. He was on the Census team, and proceeded to tell me how he went. And this is before I told him, like, yeah, they went deep in the sticks. He was like, yes, we looked as into everything to find every individual and so it's deep but i but now but you bring up that census this is the like confirmation or reflect the second time that i've i've experienced myself and that you've heard this as well that's there's something to the census thing that seems like more than just uh, oh how many in the household and right See, it's funny you said the FBI van. You know how many times I've seen the FBI van Wi-Fi pop up? <laughs> I think that happened with, with, with me and John at least once or a couple of times. You know, you look at the Wi-Fi and, like, you know, at our, one of our spots and you see FBI van Wi-Fi. Like, ah, that's funny, crazy. But it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, you know, just the fact that you said that. And, and I, I saw that from a TI website from New Mexico, and then I, I've seen it myself on my own Wi-Fi. And then this, then so for a fourth time that this individual says talks about it. If you he said if you ever see FBI van two, that that's my Wi-Fi, like like as if it was some mobile shit of him living down his vehicle. I've seen FBI van a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I just thought, okay, that's someone who clearly doesn't want someone, you know what I'm saying, getting on their Wi-Fi. That's how I took it. Yeah, folks, check out onthewakeupradio.com. Go to onthewakeupradio.com if you're not listening on there. That's the only place that you're going to hear what John is about to share right now. Boom. Listen up, folks. Did Patterson send you to surveil me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
most guys try flowers or a playlist they think I'll find romantic. Are you DIA? That depends. What's DIA? Dance Instructors of America. <laughs> Did Patterson send you to surveil me? Patterson. Del Patterson. Funny coincidence. He was just here. Look, you're burned. Your cover's blown. Okay, well, I was just in the middle of a Marvin Gaye song, so I'm going to go back to that. Name three buildings on the Darien campus. Really? Come on, marine biologist. Rhodes Hall, McWhorter Hall, Rooker Hall. Now I know you're DIA. Civilian would have told me to piss off. Not a polite civilian. You're good. You're good. Where do you live? What? No, I want to see your place. Excuse me? Where I'm sure I won't find a single book on marine biology, but I'm certain I'll find a big old folder on Henry Brody. Excuse me. Okay, this has been fun, but I kind of have to do my job. Sorry, sir. Um, yeah, I got the 35th bow rider. Okay. Some gas, and I'm gonna right, sir, uh, one second. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, can I buy you a drink? Why? So you can keep interrogating me? No, I'm probably going to spend the whole time apologizing. Pelican Point, Sunday nights, they have a great band. Right, but she actually was a DIA agent, right? <laughs> but he was on point, and you know what I'm saying? And he went with his instincts, but then he, he violated his instincts. Oh, no, maybe I'm wrong. Ah, you were right the whole time, brother. If you remember, and this is for the audience especially. I know all this is for the audience. But listen up, folks. Because in the Friends of David Goldberg tapes, we call them tapes. They don't do tapes anymore, but I call them tapes. In the Friends of David Goldberg audios, he says specifically that what's going on with the TIs right now, it's happening with targeted individuals. But at a certain point, this will be introduced to the wider public. Everything from the gang stalking to the voice of God technology. I mean, someone, if y'all should look up um, Dr. Robert Duncan. I think he's a doctor. Dr. Robert Duncan. Robert Duncan is one of the people who helped to develop this voice of God technology, the technology that's used for the gang stalking. Check him out. Because he talks, you know, in depth about this and he talks, he says what he can about it. But Dr. Duncan, he's on point. As far as I know, he's alive right now. There is um, a, a lecture or a talk that he gave at MIT. And it's like, you know, they say like DARPA insider warns of, you know, grave something, whatever the fuck. But he even mentions, you know, targeted individuals and he talks about what's going on with them and then he has other stuff where he talks about targeted individuals and that's where i got the the nomenclature let me see if i can pull it up the um what is it hyper game theory that's what he calls it hyper game theory and, and one thing with this is basically basically it's like a form of mind control where you are, they are changing variables in order to make something, somebody do something. They want to make somebody do something that is against their best interests, in a nutshell. 
You'd be like, oh, the, the budget is mysteriously balanced and the central bankers have been arrested <laughs> and sent to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> They're on trial right now on CNN and Fox. <laughs> Yo, well, you know what? You know what else they could have, though? I feel like they should be put in a ring like a stadium with some medieval weapons like spiked bats and axes and maces and shit and have at it with each other with their little atrophied arms. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't lift it. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so for the listeners that don't, that don't, that aren't aware of scopolamine, that, that's the, uh, it's from, it was South America, correct? That, uh, that it, it essentially devil's breath. You can be walking down the street, walking down the street, someone blow that in your face, and it essentially renders your free will uh, uh, hindered, basically, to where you know you someone can take you to. Uh, there's a video on. I think it's Viceland, or yeah. someone goes to take someone to an ATM, but for for that, and then the person has no memory of it. Yeah, Sword says Colombia. I'm going to check that out. And even to bring this conversation full circle, Friends of David Goldberg talks about the scopolamine, talks about, now this is the crazy shit because, I mean, I know we don't, I, I don't always like talking about what they say because, you know, I, I'm not trying to like bring that shit to manifestation. But, you know, it's some, it's some haunting stuff because it talks about how the drones that they have can cut through windows or somehow breach people's windows and come in and basically blow some scopolamine into their face. And these people will just up and walk out to the white van that's waiting for them outside and they'll be driven off to the dumbs facility where they will be put into cages. And these aren't like plush, you know, New York City central booking cages. No, 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 no. These are like glorified dog cages, you know what I'm saying? Where they will cut people's limbs off, according to the audios. They'll remove people's limbs, limb by limb, and extract their adrenochrome as they're suffering and screaming in agony. And they will keep them alive for hundreds of years, maybe a thousand years, just torturing them and extracting adrenochrome. And they want to do this, allegedly, to the people who are not down with this new world order they're not down with the zionist order they're not down people who are not gonna comply with the shit that's going basically if you're listening to this show <laughs> if you're listening to this show you may be on the list or when when covid first came out they were like talking about people being rewarded for snitching on neighbors basically crazy exactly you know, that's the type of infrastructure that's that's been created, and it's only becoming easier with these tracking, tracing apps that they're sneaking into people's phones, you know? These, uh, fuck it, you, you, you walk, you have Bluetooth, and you walk next to somebody who has a positive, a positive COVID test. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now, everybody in a 100, 100 foot radius can't catch you. You know what I mean? Like, the, the infrastructure that's being created, and that's why the timetable that we're on right now, it's it's been sped up. Like, look at the supply line. Look at the supply chain, what's going on right now. People, they are intentionally trying to fuck people right now. It's not, you think that, because look, it's international, right? The supply chain thing, it's because of shit that's, you know, coming from overseas. But why are so many domestic things 
why we haven't oh look at that fucking as soon as i start talking about this shit john's thing starts spinning right here yo why are we having so many um so many uh issues with domestic supplies makes no sense but it's being orchestrated the the food shortage that's coming is being orchestrated you know because they want people at their mercy at this point but i die get them get them dependent on the government in every way shape and form feed them fucking starve them you know that's like the next thing is like the hunger games type all of those ships that are off the port right now, it's off the coast of Cali, and they can't port, but it's pretty much anything and everything that that uh, supplies that America needs. And then you have then you have things like the the trucker strikes. I see things like the trucker strikes. Like, well, any trucker that's like uh, any trucker that is interested in doing that seems like, oh, well, I'm going to be a part of shutting down the system and gridlocking america like for any trucker considering doing that like i I think it's i think it's a bad idea i don't know (laughs) (laughs) donald trump ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) right and you want to say okay yeah i understand i feel yeah right right protest truckers but it's like hold on wait a minute that right like that shuts down everything Everything in this country is delivered by trucks, essentially. You know, there's some stuff that's not, but essentially, every everything. Look at your supermarket. People think people tend to think that their supermarkets have like all this food on deck. It's like no, every fucking day, trucks come and deliver food <laughs> that goes onto the shelves every day. You just don't see it, but those trucks come every day. You know, and that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, th- this timetable is speeding up really quickly. And I don't know what to tell people. I've been trying to like at this point to to try to like. To speak to others about prepare, prepare this winter. Things are going to be, you know, food shelves empty. At this point, you know, like some of the memes say, it's it's not our job to to wake up the sheep, but to stir the the sleeping lion, the sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. You know, just some people just aren't going to get it. The people who want to be asleep and the people who are comfortable with being asleep, like they're not going to wake up. People who are running to get the shot, they're not going to wake up. They're not. You know, so a lot of people have their reasons, but some people are really down with this shit. Like, that's the difference. Some people are being coerced into it, but some people are down with it. So the people who are down with it, okay, let's just leave them to the side. You know what I'm saying? Okay, y'all are down with it. We understand. You believe in this shit. But the people who are on the fence and the people who are not down with it, those are still allies. Some of those people did receive the shot still because whether they had to, you know, they had to keep their job. They, you know, they had to provide for their family. They had kids in school or in college or whatever it is, or you know, just to attend college. This shit is horrific. Just for you know, at least in New York, just for children for not children for young folks to go to college. You know, they have to get this shot. That's fucked up. That's a whole generation of young folks who probably won't have kids, but they don't know it yet. Graphene oxide poisoning, like. Oh, and the mask for for the youth of our ages, like the mask now is 
is they're making the mask that that is like with the different measures or basically the way the uh like a python constricting letting loose again constricting that mm. the children wearing masks these days once once it's all they're making the mask seem like a naked thing i don't see the mask just going away someday even you know no. the, the children are are being programmed and so one even even adults I, I know adults that are and it serves any purpose like for people that Oh, you're out on a date with someone you shouldn't be with or something? Oh, well, just put on the mask. Right, right. <laughs> of course this is my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I was I was I was listening to um I can't remember who it was now. I was talking about children who are wearing these masks. Oh no, excuse me, children who were born basically after like I can't remember what month 2020, basically who were born after like February 2020, they're noticing that their IQ scores, they're like 20 points lower at this point. And it's because they're not seeing people's faces. They're not having the same interactions with other children. Their, their idea or their concept of socialization is being stunted by these mass mandates and these social media, uh, so what do you call this shit? Social social distance distancing mandates and all that stuff. So essentially, twenty points less. You know what I'm saying? And these are children who probably can't talk that well yet. You know what I'm saying? What are they gonna look like in ten years from now? Twenty years when they can vote. Y'all know how fast 20 years comes and goes. Yeah, this whole thing is a vetting process, man. Like, even like today, I was um fucking over. I was in New York. Guy was like, hey man, you got your vaccine. Like I was telling you earlier. He was like, well, mm -hmm. I got your position. Well, I got your position. I could get you one. He was like, because I was trying to find out if you had the vaccine, because they only take like because I do the acting shit. He's like, they only do the zone A. And that's like the same thing with ice with ice cubes. Well, his situation like, with the financial castration, not being able right. to fucking feed yourself. Like, you are cultivating a civil unrest. You perpetuated this fucking pandemic. Now we got the supply logistical nightmare. And now we're sitting here going to have people without resources. How many more are we going to, how, how long are we going to keep entertaining this? Mm -hmm. and see and this goes back to what we've been talking about i feel like they want this i feel like they want people who are more like us to just be like fuck it we're not taking this anymore and start tearing shit up but people are not doing that yet but now at least in nyc this with this mandate that really goes into effect tomorrow you got enough uh, FDNY, NYPD, healthcare workers, teachers who are not getting this shot, and now they're going to be out of a job. Someone, uh, I think I can't. It was another sister posted posted an article from the Post. It said, I think 26, 26 fires firehouses are out of commission because they don't have the staff because of the mandate. Talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. <laughs> this this city's gonna be on fire, and 
people don't know, but they should, that this whole thing with the e-bikes, you know, the e-bikes that they have, those chargeable bikes, you know, the e-bikes, people are bringing those e-bikes into their apartments and charging them up. But then I'm guessing they have lithium batteries, something like yeah, that. that. And, and those that. lithium batteries are like bombs. So those lithium batteries, you know what I'm saying? Like these bikes, these e-bikes are causing house fires or apartment fires. So what happens now when you have a mass influx of e It's like the perfect fucking storm. You talk about uh, James Bond supervillain type shit. You got these e-bikes that are known for explode the batteries that are known for exploding and causing fires are going to be causing more fires and at the same time you have less firefighters right so what is the fire what's all these letters on the fire extinguisher mean just a b c and d can i use it for this one like like the same thing with the with the Tesla cars that were catching fires for exactly driving and shit like these batteries like it's the same situation same time as them exactly that's right exactly that those those uh, those lithium batteries those things I won't go there but yeah those things are like explosives you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Those things are extremely dangerous. And the fact that they're being introduced at such a high level into our infrastructure, like, I mean, this is kind of off the subject, but not because in California, when people, this is according to Deborah Tavares, when people have solar systems, <clears throat> they're being mandated to have these lithium ion batteries and not just these batteries, not mandated to have the batteries, but the batteries have to be in the garage, like attached to the house. And so <clears throat> when these batteries are overloaded, which they tend to do, and they explode, those cause explosions and fires in the houses. Now, those fires go right along. If you got the smart meters and those smart meters, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> it's like people's homes are being equipped with explosives. You know what I'm saying? The smart meters are going to create these power surges that probably go into the the lithium batteries and cause explosions in people's homes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. this is the type of the infrastructure, fucking operation, ring of fire, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying to bun us up <laughs> straight up. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's part of the infrastructure. Like, the the... But just like the 5G, this shit, it's crazy. It's like, as, I'm, as we're talking, it's like, coming into view in my mind, just like the 5G, like our infrastructure is being weaponized against us. And the people who can actually do something about it are being removed from those positions where they can actually render assistance. Remember the firefighter that was contesting the 9-11 commission? Yes. What was his name? What, not what was his name, but where is he now? Man still breathing at least? I think so. I think it's either Christopher or Thomas Julia. Where is his stance on the vaccinations? Because if we saw him prior talking about the 9-11 issue, where is his stance with his firefighters with his vaccination mandate now? Good like call. Good call. So I wanted to throw something in here, throw something in the mix. <clears throat> so you heard how Florida Governor DeSantis 
he is saying that any any um what do you call it, police officers who are being fired from states like New York, New York City, who are being fired over the mat over the uh, vaccine mandates, they can come on down to Florida. They can get a job as as um as what do you call it? Law enforcement down in Florida with the five thousand dollars sign on bonus. Have you heard this? No, I have not. But that is spicy as hell. Spicy as hell. Now, let me throw something else in the mix there. Because <clears throat> I have a friend. I have a couple friends in Florida. So apparently, there are police officers in Florida right now who are homeless, who can't even afford housing, who have to sleep in their patrol cars. Why is it that you can, how is it that you can bring in law enforcement from other states but you can't even take care of the law enforcement who are right there in your state. First of all, I want to caveat off of that because you just jumped the truck on my head and we could bring it back. Bob Ellie for a second. I want to talk about Joe Biden's administration talking about giving immigrants $450,000 each. Yo, you saw that. Yo, you know what we got to do, right? We got to go sneak our ass into Mexico, then come into this country as immigrants <laughs> with no English. <laughs> are, are you yeah, full, kidding me? Full, full name change, take yourself off the targeted status. And, and, right. <laughs> you, see the, you see the three of our asses walking across the border with sombreros. <laughs> he says so very close. shit. I was 11 years old. I got two brothers with the same name. Well, all of us, three of us got the same name. John, John, and John. Right? So my brother, that was a, he was a master chief, was a senior chief in the Navy uh, at the time. Uh, he took me to, to Tijuana. So I'm checking out. See, I'm 11 years old. She was family thing, and she said, "Come on, we're gonna go down to Tijuana." And like, like you see the the different way. That's why I always like lived overseas. I am appreciative of how good we got it in this fucking country. Like, I know it's a sidestep and shit, but like, we were walking through a restaurant. We were walking the street. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna get some cervezas." I'm like, "The fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Why does the bar stink?" I'm 11 years old, nigga. Mm-hmm. We walk, we cut the corner, cut the door. It was a donkey show. But that's like, that was, that was the first time I was in Tijuana. Second time, Chief of Police got his head chopped off. Shit, we was down to eat lunch after our EAS, after the Marine Corps. We was down there having lunch and shit. I was like, nah, we get back with the fucking border right now. But I ain't fucking with that. Like, But that would be something. I would, I would like this. Take like a, a a hitch a hitchhiking like trip and cross the border that way to see them. You know, we see documentaries and shit, but I'd like to do it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how would you be received by customs and shit? You know we all actual American citizens just to keep my mouth shut, like right. they, they, they're gonna be like, We got a Haitian. Right, like <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> they're gonna be like, is that is that Cam on TV? <laughs> Is that a whip on his back? <laughs> like, no, I'm in America. <laughs> oh my God, you damn it. 
but, but seriously, like that 450, did you see any, any, I saw that headline, it, it resonated such anger in me, man. Mm. $450,000 for each person that was separated? Like you can't How is that possible? How is that possible? Exactly my point. Let me just, I'm just Googling that real quick. Not Googling, but I'm favorite search engineing that real quick just to see if that even comes up. Because that number, like, how? Oh, this is in a lot of Biden administration could pay illegal immigrant families separated at border. U.S. could pay for, they say a lot of could, and they, you know, they use a lot of loose language like that. I've been noticing that. They did something, I think, the other week. Damn, what was it? Oh, yeah. I think it was like, we could use the National Guard to fill p- positions in the fire, and what was it, in, in trucking, if we have to. We could use the National Guard to fill, you know, vital infrastructure, like, really? But you're not going to do it, though? That type fact, of shit. The fact that you're even entertaining the thought is treasonous in itself. Like, as the operation as our provider, the fact that you're even entertaining giving American taxpayers money the fuck away is mm-hmm. treasonous in itself. All these coulds and maybe, maybe good idea. Like, these are vetting procedures. Well, that's the thing. And like you said, and that's why it's treason because they realize that if people were hip to who they are, and what they're doing, like they would literally get dragged through the streets yeah, and publicly executed. And because of that, they're going to keep on playing this game. They're going to keep on voting for, to give themselves raises. Like what kind of, but people don't care, man. You know how, how far the supply chain conversation goes. What are we going to do for Christmas? You know what I'm saying? All the kids' toys come from Japan. Like really? Like that's the only thing you can think about? What are we gonna do for that for the holidays? Nigga? Ain't no holidays, you know what I'm saying? Holidays are over. <laughs> Y'all lucky you got Halloween. <laughs> okay. This is these are serious times, but that's as far as people's thinking is gonna go. You people can hear the supply chain news all they want, and all they're gonna think about is the next holiday because that's maybe what the news tells them to think about. <clears throat> but they're not considering the implications of what that actually means. I give thanks every day that people aren't raiding the the shelves of the supermarkets because if and when that happens, just remember, just remember the toilet paper army, okay? Remember those motherfuckers. Somehow they got the memo that there's not going to be toilet paper and you see what they did, okay? What if those same people get that memo about the food, that's when you will see National Guard at the supermarkets, okay? That's when you ain't just going to steal a, a bag of chicken legs, you know what I'm saying, a bag of drumsticks, because you get shot. I was telling right. people at the supermarkets during those, during that time frame when the toilet paper shortage and people were the Dollar General trying to buy it all up, I said, I had mentioned to people in the past, I said, y'all are buying it up from the wrong end. Like, you don't have any input for that. Y'all need to be buying food. Is that any place i could insert that tidbit mm-hmm. like the toilet paper when yeah right right if you got no food you're not gonna you're not gonna be shitting anyway <laughs> you're shitting air <laughs> you got all this toilet paper and no shit like who would have thought 
be playing the fat game. <laughs> <laughs> right over do an old school and use water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the clean way. Poke a hole in a water bottle. You know? Wash your ass. New York City may expand vaccine mandate for all city workers offers $500 carrot. Offers what? $500 carrot. Like a fucking quote unquote carrot. Fried. Oh, like the dangling carrot? Mm-hmm. The shit that you never actually get to bite? Mm-hmm. The thing that makes the horse walk forward, but he never actually gets to eat? Yeah. All, all these people have these tyrannical tendencies. And, you know, we've been saying it for the longest time, but, I mean, folks got to understand, if, like, when you see someone who has tyrannical tendencies, just watch that person because if they are lucky enough, they will get an opportunity to exercise those tendencies. And look what de Blasio is doing. Look at him. He's, just, you know, a mild-mannered cuckold, but somehow he's got a vice grip on the city because of these mandates. How did that happen? How did the beta male, I don't even like that term, but how did the beta male become the man? It's, it's even the protest. Like, what, what good does protesting do to beg for your rights back even? Like, the oh, only God. way that, that this could conceivably be solved is collective non-participation. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, not paying the taxes. But in order to do that, everyone has to not pay their taxes, though. If it's just a few people, then that's when the IRS is weaponized and sent on those people. But they don't have enough agents to go after all of us. You know? They got drones. drones, This is true. They got drones. And you remember that report, the open the books report we talked about. I mean, that was from 2000, what, 2007 to 2014? Who knows what they have now? What did, what did the creator of uh, Skunk Works say from Lockheed Martin? We yeah. have the technology to uh, take E.T. home and come back or some shit. They know it, man. We, they got us over here fighting over fucking archaic technology and shit, bro. Why we, like, and we could we we vote for suppressed technology and suppressed history. Right. The healing of nations. Getting their, 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 their knowledge back. Right. There won't be no Bush wars and shit. There won't be no economic hit, man. There'd be no more special interest. Nah, it couldn't be. And I, I know a lot of people think of like, how are they getting away with this at, at such a, a, a mass collective level? And at the at the roots of it, it is the fear of death. It is the collective fear Boom. of death and how they're even getting, getting away with this stuff. Boom. Exactly. Exactly. And coming right. And these are the people who basically they want to live forever, you know, scaring the average person. Because, you know, the back of our money says in God we trust, but people don't trust in God. They trust in that money. You know, it's supposed to be a Christian nation and all that stuff, but. People don't be like, you know what, God got me. They be like, I better go to work. <laughs> you know, right? Like that nail song, God, money, I'll do anything for you. Like, yeah, God, money. Like, people uh, revere money as their God. You know, and when they say in God we trust, 
which god you know like literally which god the god that comes when you work 40 plus hours a week and, and helps you to purchase goods and services i want to show you something this is real money right here. like they live that's real money right there mm. let me get another one out of here. that's real money right there that's real money right Right. Like whole shitload of shit, man. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't got no fucking silver. Holla at me. Seven K medals. Get you some silver. I'm telling you because the shit hit the fan. I remember when I was in Afghanistan and he could test for this too. You keep some gold on you, you keep some fucking an item of significance to barter with at checkpoints or whatever. That's that's life and death shit. Mm-hmm. Get you gold bars or silver bars. Definitely, I think I think as a collective, like even to to rethink uh, currency as far as currency paying for things that like every skill set is going to be needed. At the same time, uh, you know, and I think I read something about this uh, a few years back about them. I, I don't know if it was. I don't know what. What format of law or it was it was imposed as, but it was basically they were they were uh, there was a, a, a futuristic thing of making bartering illegal. What this is a real so thing? How could, but how could they? How could you ever conceive of that to have to see how they could make that uh, a thing? But um, but as far as like currency, what how we think of as currency is that you know what what can we do for one another? And what skill sets we bring to the table as the chaos unfolds is, uh, I, I, I think, uh, per se, the, the new wave of currency for the ones that are not down with this uh, global faction being, uh, was it like a, like, uh, to, to picture... To get a picture of the future, imagine a steel boot stomped on a face forever. Was that the or- Orwell? George Orwell. Oh. Right. So- <clears throat> I got something for you to caveat off of that. You said, how could you how could you imagine that, right? IRS caution. Bartering transactions are taxable transactions. Hey, Cam, my uh oh you can't oh. Exchanging goods and services and other business owners. Bartering is a common practice. It can make excellent sense in today's economy, but the IRS is warning that quote barter dollars are equal to real dollars for tax purposes. Warning. The IRS is not the only taxing authority that that considers bartering dollars to be real dollars. Many states impose sales tax as well as income tax bartering transactions, with states increasingly strapped for cash, many are stepping up their vigilance to search unreported transactions. Income tax and self-employment tax because barter dollars, the fair market value of the goods and services you receive are taxed as if they were cash. You can owe income tax, self-employment tax, employment tax, and even excise tax on your bartering income, even if you don't actually receive a penny in cash. If you have bartering income as part of your business, the IRS expects you to report it on the 1040 Schedule C form, profit or loss, hmm. profit or loss from business or a 
other business returns such as a form six uh, 1065 for partners a form 1011 for corporations and form 10 uh, 1120s for small business corporations if the income isn't related to a trade or business then it should be reported as other income on your form for example ray an accountant agrees to prepare a tax for his friend carl in exchange for the tax prep work carl agrees to place replace an alternator in ray's car which he uses solely for business normally each would charge $100 for the service they provided, but because this is a barter transaction, no money changes hands. In the eyes of the IRS, both Ray and Carl have, in, have to include the $100 on their tax returns as taxable income. He will also be able to claim a deduction on his Form 1040 Schedule C for professional service. But you get the fucking point of retirement, of tyranny, bro. Like, like, show me something stating we have to pay this shit. Right. Yo, that right there, because mm -hmm. if you remember in Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, it talks about how the IRS is basically just a weapon against the people because, you know, there's different weapons. You have the intelligence agencies and all that, but the IRS is a simple weapon to keep people in line. That's all it is. It is literally a weapon. People know that, oh, shit, if I don't pay my taxes, if I step out of line, the IRS can come and get my ass. That's how they have people. And that's why we saw how, you know, especially between 2017, from 2007, excuse me, how the IRS was being armed with automatic weapons and night vision and all. Like, what do they need that shit for? It's the IRS. Like, what do y'all need so-called assault weapons for? <laughs> Hollow point ammunition. What? Billions of rounds. Billions of rounds. For shooting paper targets with hollow point. Right. Oh, no, they're not for people. <laughs> we would never use hollow point 40 caliber ammunition on people. <laughs> it was a few years ago. Um, I, was, uh, I read an article that said that they had shut down the last lead smelter in the United States. So... If you have a piece, and if you don't have the lead to support it, um, I haven't checked back in on that, but that was about two years ago where, the, where they said the last lead smelter was being shut down. That's pretty alarming. So, and what about the fact that a lot, at least a lot of ammunition that I've seen comes from Mexico? How is that a thing? It's reciprocating love. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Holder, we give them guns, they give us bullets. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the, what's the, Mexican, the, the Mexican weapon and the Mexican ammunition, I think it's called Aquila, Aquila, A Q U I L L A. Aquila. Aquila, yeah, I think that's the name of the Mexican ammunition that comes up. Oh, shit. Well, it did, it did start out with the, uh, like, you know, I got these killer M80s from New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For the M80s. Right. Advanced a bit from the Beavis and Butthead days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you get to get M80s from next. It makes sense. Make, it makes sense. I don't know. I, <laughs> Could be I, true. I, I, I remember one time when I was a little kid, right? And uh, we had my we had a, my family had a furniture a furniture warehouse. And it was uh, a bad storm, and they had like the roof in the warehouse was like in the back of the warehouse. It was like a big fucking vat of water. I had an M80 and shit, 
I lit it. I was like, but it was customers in the front of the fucking store. Like, I'm like, I threw it in the water. I threw that shit in the water, bro. That shit was like, boom. My mother ran back there with a 38, like, like customers in the store. People were running something. I got my ass beat. I got my ass beat so fucking bad. Like, I was like, another MVP right there. There you go, boom. I got um I want to see if I can share this with y'all again folks if you're not listening on on the wake up radio.com I don't know what you're doing with your life right now but I want to share this because especially since um since blue you're dealing with Gulf War syndrome and Enough people don't know about what Gulf War syndrome is, but I just wanna I just wanna play a little clip. This is from Dr. Andrew Molden. Dr. Andrew Molden has a three-part series called Tolerance Lost. If you have the time, you, you have the time. You should just check it out and listen to it, ladies and gentlemen, when you get the opportunity. I, um Tolerance Lost. Deborah Tavares has it on her page. And, and it's basically about vaccine injury in general. And he talks about like he lays out the, the case and he, he has so much evidence to back it up that there's a lot more vaccine injury than we realize in the general population, especially with children. And the children that are being diagnosed as autistic and having mental health issues and ADD and all this stuff, a lot of them have actually experienced strokes and ischemic events. Autism is basically the result of a child experiencing a stroke. When you put it into that perspective, it's a whole different ball game now, right? And he shows the the differences, the deviations in the eyes and everything. So, okay, the left side's affected, the right side's affected. And he just goes on, you know, like you have these cases where children go and receive a shot and then they have severe pain in their heads, especially babies. A baby can't necessarily tell you what's going on, but they have all this pain in their head. Why do they have this pain in their head? Because of their experience, ischemic events, events that require immediate hospitalization. But because they're not identified as such, people don't think to bring their child to the hospital. They don't realize what's going on. The world, human consciousness from every conceivable angle. Uh, just from, from food to, to vaccines, just all, all of it. You know, everything we've learned since growing up, it's like to, to just take an overall view is like literally the war on human consciousness to uh one people people's pineal glands were calcified and people poisoned and all that like they know that the the populace that is that has their mint governed to a, a sick degree uh could you know embrace embrace their their true divinity per se or just know the power of each individual and as a collective. That's the open caveat. Like we're going, we're going to see a time coming real fucking soon. We're going to have children, like people homeschooling. They're not even going to enroll their children in the fucking house. You know what I mean? Like have, they're going to have home birth. Like we're going to see a rise in midwife certifications and shit, man. Because mm -hmm. we're going to want to have at least like one generation 
unmolested with fucking needles and shit, bro. Ain't no way, like, you got the, the parents got the vaccinations and shit. Ain't no way. I mean, let the child have a chance. Shit passed now. Right. But we are going to see that. Like, I'm pretty sure, didn't uh, John Teeter talk about? John Teeter. We, we are in the infancy. We are the infancy of these times right now. But he was describing. Yeah. Exactly. You remember he talked about like when he came back, he was freaked out about germs, right? He was freaked out about pathogens going out in public places and people being diseased, right? It's crazy hearing, you know, that whole John Teeter stuff. And now it's like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Oh, that's why y'all have breakaway societies because you know what I'm saying? What are the chances that some people are like, nah, fuck all this mandate stuff. We're going to find a community where we can live, you know, amongst ourselves, not have to worry about this. That, like, listening now to the John Teeter stuff, it's haunting because it's like the world that's being created right now. Right, I'm sure the John Teeter, you know what I'm saying? Like, those type of civilizations are, are emerging right now. And that those are the type of places we're going to be in the end of the day because fuck this. <laughs> and so there, as far as breakaway civilizations, uh, when I went down to the Ozarks, there there is a place in uh, in Sedona, Arizona. It's like come one, come all. Uh, you know, it's a collective. It's like it's tribal living basically, and that's what that's what we got away from is that that uh, more so than a sense of community and this matrix stuff. But everyone pitches in and does the work growing their own food and everything like that. There's one in Sedona, Arizona, and one also in Arkansas currently. And I'm mm. sure more to come. It's like in the movie Back to the Future. Uh, they you know, they showed uh, uh, Biff Tannen, and a lot of people say like that he like was the was the Trump of that movie, but they did show breakaway civilization, like people like, you know, over a over fire keeping their hands warm. Bike, bike gangs and stuff pulled up and just like this right there were the breakaway civilizations in that as well as far as predictive programming right yeah it, it, it has arrived and and there are more more to come for sure there's there's already the one there's already the one in uh sedona as well as arkansas you can imagine like that that's where <laughs> the way coming to if, if people have to Make once people have to make that decision of, uh, you know, keep on working the job, feed the kids, you know, do do it because they got to do it. Uh, go along, get along, gang. That uh, they're just in, invariably there seems that there that there will be more of those arising. For sure. But the caveat off of that that is going to happen. But you know they're not they're not going to leave that leave that alone. They're always going to have a, a way to come. Whether your, your land taxes, oh, your children are vaccinated, we're gonna come into your property. You know what I mean? Like, they're gonna go after you. You know that. Like, how long until we have a full out, like, Bundy Rand situation or whatever? You know what I mean? That actually is a hot war, you know, a hot skirmish. Like, yeah. say, enough. You had your COVID mandates. We left, we left. You tried to start our own shit. You're still fucking with us. Like, people, like, how much people, people don't ain't. Like, hmm. Well, that's the natural course of events, you know, and that's why I can't help but think that's exactly what they want. And, and like you always say, John, the Operation Agile Provider, because it's not just going to be the people fighting. It's not just going to be 
veterans and military fighting back. It's going to be law enforcement fighting back. What if everybody's got a bone to pick with the government? Oh, United Nations, all these fucking cuckolds over in in Washington, D.C. Oh, United Nations, we need you to come in and control our people. You know? Mm-hmm. That's when that's going to happen. Because there's no way. You can't tell me that. Like, you see the police departments right now are pushing back on this mandate. That should let everybody know what time it is out here. The people who are supposed to enforce it are not going to enforce it. So what are these folks who are in power going to do? Agile provider. Yep. And I was—I told you I was on set of the TV show the other day. Um, I was oh, up yeah. There with, I was up there with the uh, guys. We were on a roof. And they were all, they, it was, they were all in tactical uh, FBI gear. So I was like, what you guys, uh, actors? He was like, no, nah, we're actual uh, fucking on the job and prior, prior service. They just hire us. Like we know how to do uh, tactics, like to make it look good on TV. So we were sitting in school, so there were like eight of us and shit. And I moved back and forth, I had my braids in my hand and shit. And they found out I was prior service and shit. And what I did is, you know, in Iraq and Afghanistan, they took this. Next thing you said, talk about blue helmets and shit. He was like, I swear to God, like, I don't like to talk about this a lot, but like, when it happened, when it happened, like, I, I got me fucking one ounce, 12 feet, but just like, I got my shotgun, that's all I need. Like, he's a cop talking, NYPD cop. But, like, the, the niggas know. They know. They have the TCPs and the SOPs that are passing down and disseminated. Like, you ain't get, if you, ain't, if you don't have the fucking infrastructure for yourself and your own sustainability set in place while shipping is still available, people are going to be fucked, bro. Mm-hmm. People are going to be fucked. Like, mm-hmm. It's true. We, and, you know, we can do a lot of theorizing about what's going to happen, but you can also kind of just look at the pieces that are in place and look at the nat- natural course of events from there. Like you said, the shipping stuff. Like you said, the, the, the NYPD or these people, who you know, FBI, whoever they are on set are having this conversation. That's a jewel right there. That's something that the audience can listen to. Okay, these motherfuckers talking about blue helmets. Uh, can you say that we can anticipate blue helmets at some point? I think so. that came out it was like it was the un and it was they were uh they were doing uh all their formations and all different kinds of patterns like it was it was was on point but to see the 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 um the people's faces up close most of them looked like uh, of of asian russian type descent Hmm. Um, but, but for sure it's like when they lose control well all, as well as the uh, uh, Rex Bear had posted this a few years ago there were thousands of white UN vehicles posted on some some off uh, hidden site um, that uh, by, by the thousands and even some of the UN vehicles had in, 
it was uh, they had incinerators for the back of the vehicle. Yes, the incinerators. Yeah, yeah. I know about the Madison County coffins. I know about the retirement center. I I, I know about the stock like the the fucking uh, them stocking uh, vehicles and shit and tanks and shit. But I did not know they had incinerators on vehicles. Yeah, they have mobile incinerators. I, I I have some pictures of that, like just after from OTW tube or whatnot. I'll just start posting some of the stuff, so the the pictures of the incinerator vehicles and stuff like that. But yeah, it's definitely it's not just speculation. Like it's it's on standby, ready ready to roll out for the green light. Yeah, you see the um the cadaver bags. Uh, I didn't get where this was, but this guy was working in a warehouse. And he went up close and he showed that you have pallets. Each pallet has hundreds, you know, probably dozens of boxes. Each box has, you know, dozens to hundreds of cadaver bags, however many, and thousands of pallets in this warehouse of thousands of pallets of cadaver bags. And he showed how a big ass FedEx truck was taking them out. This was like earlier this year, maybe even last year, but this was a long time ago. Long enough that these things are being deployed all over the country right now. What are they anticipating? They wouldn't be anticipating a fucking thing if we had control of our fucking spending as citizens. Mm. We mm. wouldn't have fucking Brady Bill. We wouldn't have fucking the North, uh, what is it, uh, Trilateral Commission. We wouldn't have the fucking NAFTA trade agreement. Because we would have had the opportunity to fucking delegate that shit. We wouldn't have other motherfuckers eating off our back and superpowers and shit. And mm-hmm. having using tax dollars to fucking build their nation, i.e., you know who. Right. Creating nothing but fucking surveillance fucking technology. That's your bread and butter. That's your DDP type of shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's too oblivious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all our manufacturing going overseas. Where we can't even produce our basic shit here right now. The things that we need in this time right now. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing. Trump don't look so crazy right now. Talking about bring manufacturing back to the U.S. <laughs> like at this point with with all the, the uh, cargo ships and all that. Just one more. Whether it's false flag event or just one more straw to break the camel's back. Heading into this winter or even uh, a this X flare we're currently experiencing, take out the power, shit. Even even Halloween, like X flare, power goes out, and it just stays like the purge. <laughs> right. right. You just said that, but that's a hell of a fucking scapegoat of an opportunity. Never ought to go to crisis for the waste, but they're wrong with anyone. Like, okay, you stay at the Royal Borealis and everyone. Right. And you know what the most recent Purge movie was called, right? The the for the forever Purge. This time the Purge lasts forever. It's not just one night. It's a new policy. It's a new way of being. I haven't heard of that one. That's yeah, that's that's the newest Purge one. Um, I want to play this because you were talking. Yeah, uh, many people out there like that's a kind of a hot new thing is a squid games. That's kind of like one of the the Hunger Games type of things. It's in I think I believe Japanese or something like that. But uh, yeah, I think it's Korean. Something within the last few weeks, it's it's kind of it's 
gaining gaining attention basically you know you have like these the order followers that have the basically like circle square triangle xbox <laughs> and that's the xbox controllers mm-hmm. and that's what each of their factions of the order followers are doing uh, i've mm-hmm. seen a little bit of it but yeah pretty twisted right <laughs> um pretty i want I wanted to play this video for y'all because especially since um you were talking about the Gulf War syndrome. Folks, again, uh, check in on the wakeupradio.com. That's the only place you're going to hear this. You're not going to hear it on the IG, unfortunately. But if you tune into on the wakeupradio.com, I'll give you about 15 seconds to get there. 14, 13, 12, 11. Because this is Dr. Andrew Molden talking about Gulf War syndrome. That the title of the set of this segment is "Ischemia is part of Gulf War syndrome." Young soldier David Fay from Cincinnati. It's a horrible story, and the medical officer of health, the Department of Health, and the Department of National Defense, listen to what he has to say. Uh, listen carefully, because he's saying the truth of these vaccines come out, this will be worse than the Walter Reed scandal. And these soldiers are saying our commanding officers and those in charge of this system are criminals. But now, when you see that you're all been harmed the same way, all your individual fractionated groups as a mass, can you go back and stop those people and hold them accountable? And you'll see its clips here and you'll see what truly happens to our military vets. What's happened to them is what's caused autism. And these are what you look at. On the one side, you see what David looked like. His face is nice, symmetrical. Eyes are nice and normal. Nasal labial folds are fine. And then now look at the slide with, with the pictures on with the arrows on it. His corner of his mouth is down. The seventh cranial region. He's had a stroke to his brain. No, the three autistic. So, can you all see the, the picture that's on the screen? Yeah. This is what yeah. this is this is what I was talking about. Look at the comparison between the left side and the right side. The left is prior to the shot, the right is after the shot. That that little laziness, like there are so many people walking around out here who have suffered ischemic events, you know, who have suffered vascular events that this type of thing on the right side is normalized. But and I, I'm I'm highlighting this because I want y'all to you know folks you know after when this goes on to otwtube.com people can look but start to look at people's faces because you will realize a lot of people have experienced vascular events and just don't know it and they probably they could have some kind of vascular issues they could have some kind of mental health issues they could have some kind of autoimmune issues. But they would never be told that, and their doctor would probably never identify it. But Dr. Molden is explaining to us the hallmarks and what to look for on people, even people with ADD and ADHD. They're not ADD. It's an ischemic event, maybe a mini stroke or hypercoagulation at the capillary level. You know, these are cranial nerves being damaged by these shots. And the rate of it is so high. Like, he just keeps showing picture after picture of these. That's why I'm just highlighting this. Because watch now. Because when you go out into the world now, you're going to see people. You're going to look at people's faces and realize, holy shit, this is an epidemic. This is why Dr. Malden is no longer on Earth right now, in my opinion. I'm not sure how they got him, but I'm pretty sure they got him. He's gone now. This is an old DVD. 
but it's so appropriate now, especially as we're dealing with these mRNA vaccines, because people are coming out with the, the Guillain-Barre syndrome, with the uh, Bell's palsy, with the um, with the transient ischemic attack, the TIAs, those are strokes, um, CVA, cerebr cerebral vascular events, strokes, uh, myo myocarditis. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, fucking congestive heart failure, death, these type of things. Acute demyelinization. Do you know what acute de? That's like that's like fucking multiple sclerosis happening like that. <laughs> what would cause the myelin? I I keep explaining to people this is this is a nerve. The myelin is the rubber that protects the nerve. So you have a whole bunch of nerves and muscle tissue and all that stuff. The myelin is the rubber part that insulates it. Demyelin, acute demyelinization. When you have an acute event, that means that it's happening like that. Basically within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, the fucking myelin sheath is being stripped off of the nerve. That's what, that's what multiple sclerosis is. When you have lesions in your myelin, okay? And shit's firing all goofy now. Acute myeloid, demyelinization. That's what's coming from these shots that they're giving to people right now. Uh, within seventy, within seventy-two hours of the anthrax vaccine, the second series of that, uh, like the the nervous system felt like um, like like you get a, a raw nerve in the tooth or something. The entire nervous system ha had a response. But it's interesting you say that because um, like demyeliz demyelinization. Yeah, like it, it, it within that time frame, the uh, just the nervous system to this day for uh, well, since 98 feel just like raw nerves. You know, the only thing that like pharmaceuticals don't help it. But the only thing that I have found that that helps with the pain the most is Kratom. It's from the, the mm. ranch of the family. You know, I've tried CBD and everything throughout the years, but Kratom saved my life. Wow. Uh, it, it's all functionality. And it's, you know, they, it's, it also helps people wean off opioids. Right. It's, it, it's, it's excellent. And, but they've made it legal, illegal repeatedly throughout the yeah. years. And, but there is, you know, people say it's addictive and things of that nature, but when it's help, when it's helping, uh, assisting to lower a pain level, there's, there's not side effects to it. So, I mean, eventually if someone's in more pain, they're going to take a little bit more of a dose or something, but it's not, uh, there's, there's not side effects like a lot of things online talk about. Um, but yeah, that, that rawness of nerve, the, the raw nervous system within that, within that 72 hours of receiving the second series of anthrax vaccine, that is, um, it, it reminds me of that. It's just like the, the, Every it's you know when I would go to medical, it was uh, you know they would say like where's you know what's your pain level what's where does it hurt and like like everywhere it's the entire nervous system it's consciousness it's uh, and so every day is a struggle with that uh, chronic so so they don't recognize Gulf War syndrome only in a at the VA registry they have a VA registry for Gulf War syndrome. They did several different tests throughout the years. And now there's a place in Jersey that is a Gulf War syndrome 
uh, uh, center hmm. for uh, trials. It's just for trials. And so wow. it, I saw rheumatoid arthritis at the VA. And then they said, um, well, this is basically the last stop. We'll send you to the Gulf War Syndrome Center in Jersey. Uh, so one of my friends here from KC had been to it. He said, yeah, it's great while you're there. They try different therapies that, that work, uh, you know, that, that work for that time frame. But then you go back and you're stuck with the same shitty VA system that. Um, so I ended up not going to it because of his, his advice. He's like, yeah, they try different things. And, but the only thing that, it, that has helped uh, the Gulf War syndrome symptoms is something that uh, that insurances don't pay for, which is deep tissue massage, because it, it's affected the myofascial uh, from the nervous system being damaged oh. at that level. Pain in itself is traumatizing, so it manifests into that that pain manifests into uh, the uh, the myofascial tissues being affected. Right. And That's so, funny. Uh, deep tissue massage is one of the only things that helps with that. That's funny. You know, I'm a massage therapist, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm a massage therapist. <laughs> and it's ironic that you would say that because one area, one population that I really want to take care of are my veterans. You know, that's what that's one of the drivers that brought me into natural medicine. I was like, I could either join the military or I could be here for when our young men and women get back home. You know what I'm saying? And I chose to do the latter just because I felt like that's more where I was needed. Because, you know, I grew up in the 80s, so I remember the Vietnam veterans. And I, don't, I didn't realize how close the Vietnam was to my childhood, you know? Like for, for us, at least for John and I, you know what I'm saying? Like Vietnam was a few years before we were born. But then you still see the wake of that, you know what I'm saying? All the veterans who were homeless and who were fucked up in the game and who weren't, you know, receiving what they needed from the VA and from the government, who were in the streets, all kind of shit. So for me, when we went into the war on terror, that's when I was more conscious. I said, okay, you know what I'm saying? I know we're going to have an influx of veterans and let me do what I need to do. So I'm glad you're even bringing that in for other people who are in this field because Gulf War syndrome is something that's not spoken about enough. Mm -hmm. And there are still people who are suffering from it. I mean, and that is the perfect example of why we can't trust the government to roll out a vaccine on us. Um, I just want to read this comment. Now I'm going to play more of this video. Flight 33 says, I'm a barber on University of Illinois campus. Trust me, the mandates got many of them pissed off and scared. Many are dealing with respiratory issues, irregular heartbeat, chronic headaches, blood clots. Thank you, Flight 33. These are the things, these are the accounts that you're not going to hear on the mainstream media. They're not going to tell you about all this shit. But people are pissed off because now they're being crippled and maimed by these shots. I'm going to play a little more of this video. His eyes turned in. That's a sixth cranial nerve lesion. That's another area of the brain. Lack of blood supply. And it's turned in and up. That's a fourth cranial nerve lesion. He's got three separate neurological vascular lesions to his brain. We're not there before these vaccines are there afterwards. He's got Gulf War syndrome. No different from autism. Uh, no different from uh, ADHD, limited disease, dementia. Same problem. We caused this problem. They say it's coincidental. Hmm. This began within days of getting an influenza vaccine. According to the records, if you can trust the records. Unmistakable. Let's go through the slides. You look very carefully. 
back and forth. You can see how subtle the asymmetries are. The eye is definitely turned in and up. This is not there before. He's caused, he can't even look himself in the face anymore. Um, see for yourself, this is a common thing. Now, this poor soldier here uh, as well, um, he has a few problems going on here. We have looking all the way to the left. The one slide again. You saw him in the video. Uh, um, you actually, you will see him in the video uh, of what's going on with these Gulf War vets. That he's calling them criminal as well. The right cheek is a bit loss of bulk and tone. The eyes are not symmetrical, going up and down in the vertical gaze. And we'll go through a few more slides here and have a better look at them. And we go back there and we see that even his eyelids now are out of sync uh, in terms of the blinking. You cannot see it. You watch the video. You saw it for yourself. You do not see that problem going on with your naked eye because it happens so fast. It happens so fast that you cannot appreciate it yourself. So on that point, I just want to highlight what he's talking about is the blinking with the eyes where when someone has this type of injury to their cranial nerves, their eyes are going to blink off sync. But it happens so fast that unless you catch it on camera and then slow it down, that's when you will notice that their eyes are blinking off sync. These are the type of things that doctors don't even look for. But for all these children with autism and ADHD and all these different disorders, if you were to put them in front of these cameras and, you know, and slow it down as they're blinking, you'd probably find that a lot of these people have vascular injuries. And he can pinpoint, you say, okay, like you said, in that other one, that's a cerebral nerve uh, four, seven, and six, just by what was off. So uh, it was about five years after returning home that I, I saw a neurologist that uh, he, he was tracking eye movement and he had this uh, like basically not a, it's a, like a yellow and black type of tape and he would move it across the eyes and say, just, just track it. And he commented that there, that there was a neurological issue that like it was, you know, that was the first time I got the validation of that, that he's like, there's, uh, neurological from from tracking that with my eyes he could see that that there was an issue there but how to fix it there's there's not a there's not a, a procedure or a that, that could be done about it but it's interesting to see that uh, in relation to to uh, seeing that that doctor in Jacksonville Florida that that was able to spot that. How many coincidences equals, you know, it goes beyond coincidence at that point. You know what I'm saying? How many coincidences have to happen until it's no longer coincidences? You know what I mean? That it, it outweighs the definition of what a coincidence is. Coincidence is supposed to be a coincidence, you know? But then it keeps happening again and again and again. That's a phenomenon. It has to be classified differently. You know, and um, I think, who was it? Was it Dale G? Yeah, Dale G Jr. said, anything to your phobias being related to your past life or death? I'm going to tell you this because I, I have a friend. She's a former co-worker, actually. This was, you know, more than a decade ago. She and I worked together. She's a psychologist, clinical psychologist. And when she learned what I was into, she was, you know, I told her to Tai Chi and this and that, mind over matter, and she had had cancer. And so she was like, there's no, someone told me that that cancer, you know, 
was something that I uh, manifested in myself. And she got kind of really uptight about it. So um, I didn't go too deeply into it. You know what I mean? But she came to me maybe months, maybe a year or two later, actually. And she was like, you got to go to this healer. You got to go to him. He's in town for a couple days. And she said, this dude, he did some past life regression with her. He told her that in a past life. Now, my clinical psychologist, you know what I'm saying? Deals with children, child psychologist type of shit. I worked as a foster care caseworker. And she was like, this guy, he brought me back. He said that I was around during the time of the Black Death, the plague. And as I was dying, I was put in a pile with dying people and there were rats and mice crawling all over me or there were mice crawling all over me i don't even think she said rats i think she said mice she said she is deathly afraid of mice it's not like she went in and told him that but he was able to identify that phobia and connect it to that past life mm -hmm. so do phobias connect with past life it according to her it does you know my mom she's a you know she got a thing with water she feels in her heart that maybe she was on one of those slave ships and she had a water situation. <laughs> this is what she told me. You know? I got to have it real quick. Like, I could relate to that. Like, I got two feet. Sinkholes, and I ain't going to say the other. But, like, <laughs> right. like not, not, well, my little brother, like, we lived in a haunted house and shit, right? So, like, my house used to be a funeral home. It was like, mm -hmm. New Jersey. Shit, I found out later on. But um, I was never forget this shit. I was like 11 years old, I was like 13 years old. My old brother Matthew, the one I looked like me with blonde hair and shit, he was, his body went like this. This is daytime. It's like two in the afternoon. His body went like this. And then he just went, a car, he did, his body was like a fucking, it was like a box of cereal. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, just going down, like doing cartwheels down the steps to the basement. And now the faster I try to grab the faster he moves with him. This is the one that that, that has the tow truck business. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? mm -hmm. Like you like, ask this nigga now to this day, he remembers that. He's 20, 28, 29 right now. Like, I'm gonna forget that shit, bro. I was like, but that's the sinkholes and just like that that day, that day. I was like, oh, cause I couldn't grab it, that shit. I was like young and stuff like that. She stayed with me. I was like, this fucking house. This house got it. This house is active. Well, you see this new movie that came out, Infinite, with Mark Wahlberg. Did either of you see that? It's worth checking out. Talk about peep the propaganda. It's worth checking out because the thing with the infinites in this movie is that they, everybody has past incarnations, but there's a handful of people on Earth who actually remember every lifetime. And so they retain the skills and the knowledge, the languages, all that stuff from other lives. I did see that. I did see that. He had the yeah. he had the, baton, he had the, uh, the, the, the yeah the yeah folded uh, like eleven hundred times. Something like that. Yeah, seven times or something like that. Yeah, like the samurai swords of the katanas of the of old of old Japan. And so remember how the propaganda got played up. Where in ninety three you had the truck bomb in the towers, right? But then in 95, you had the truck bomb in Oklahoma City, right? 
So they were prepping our minds for even that type of dynamic. Motherfuckers use fertilizer bombs. Like, really? There's, um, who was it? Al Cuppet talks about, you know, he was military. He talks about how you cannot use a truck bomb to blow up a building. This ain't gonna happen. He talked about the blast radius not being enough to go through a certain point, you know? And then, and this really brings the conversation full circle again because there was a bunch of information in the Oklahoma City building. One of the things, one of the pieces of information that was in there was the information on the Gulf War syndrome, Gulf War syndrome sickness. All those files were put into the Oklahoma City building. Ain't that some shit? Oh, damn. That's the first I've heard of that. That's yeah. Yeah. That's where it's put. And so when you were talking about that earlier, it um um blew. It really made me think, you know, just the treatment that you were getting with the VA. Well, it makes sense that you were getting and people, you know, in your situation were getting such a runaround because a lot of that information was destroyed. So they could be like, oh, we don't know about the Gulf War syndrome. You know, I'm sure they had all kind of accounts, all kind of soldiers coming back and be like, listen, this is what happened to me. These are my symptoms. This is, you know what I'm saying? Tests, blood tests, um, and neurological exams, just like you explained, all that stuff and all that shit. Or not, a lot of it was destroyed in the building. Honestly, I don't believe all of it was destroyed. I believe that because you remember, you heard about after the buildings were destroyed, people were going in there and carrying out boxes when there were still children, you know, bleeding and suffering, right? Am I the only one that heard about that? Uh-uh. Okay. No. Okay. You so heard. We, heard, we heard about people going in and carrying out boxes from the Oklahoma City building, right? Uh-huh. What was in those boxes? You know, what lengths would our government go to to cover up something like Gulf War Syndrome? We're still, we're still driving fucking combustion engines. What you mean, what lengths would these niggas go to to cover up? What the fuck are you saying? I want to be in a fucking TR-3B. I want to be on some flight or the navigator. You know what I'm saying? I want to fucking go to Agartha on a lunch break. You know what I mean? Go in a fucking hole in the earth and shit. Go hang out with some ex- ex- humanoids and shit. Man. Right, right. Like they got this shit. Stop playing with us. Like, the only way we gonna have the utopia we want, and we fucking fantasize about it. We push and petition and get this con, con- uh, census situation because all our problems originate with our money. Mm-hmm. You know, the oh. Vietnam vets, they were long lost, lost and forgotten with, with uh, Agent Orange. Now you have the Gulf War vets. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. They just, they're just a registry for them. They're basically, they just wait until most of them pass away. But also, most people that, that hear, oh, Gulf War vet, oh, he's got, the, you know, neurological nervous system damage. Oh, must be, must be crazy. And just dismissive. Right. Vietnam, it was Agent Orange. The Gulf War, it's it's the um the anthrax vaccine. You know what I'm saying? What is it with this the war on terror veterans? If anything. 
never ending the invisible boogeyman the that that mm-hmm. throughout the years it's like the invisible the boogeyman is everywhere thing mm-hmm. you know yep. and it just that that thing still perpetuating to where it's now it's come to roost on our home soil is like the boogeyman could be anywhere like you know but you see cop, something, say something. But a cop can't a cop can't be everywhere. Not like a fucking app on your phone. Why not give us the opportunity to defend ourselves with a CCW permit? Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine a world like that, bro. People walking on eggshells, playing a ginger, being civil and cordial and shit, because you don't know what Nana got in her pocket. Right, exactly. People are just sitting ducks waiting for that to happen. Expanding from that, even. Yeah. Exactly. And it's funny. I talk to people all the time and they're like, oh, you could never have, you know, guns in a city like New York. because People would just be shooting each other. Like, yeah, some people would, but I feel like it would even itself out. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. The assholes would end up shooting each other. And eventually it's like, oh, wait, we can't go around just solving our problems with bullets. Maybe we can talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to get shot and you don't want to get shot. Let's have a conversation <laughs> i see that i scuffed your kicks and i apologize my brother <laughs> and, and then ten, 10 years later and shit or, or a generation later you have motherfuckers articulating thought like a fucking shakespearean play and they would shut up that's the same and shit you might polite as hell niggas ain't changing their attire right 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 do you have you offended me on intentionally? <laughs> it's of course not. Of course not. I doth not offend you <laughs> with intention. I beg to differ, sir. I meet me outside of this establishment with a pistol at the ready. <laughs> meet you outside. I will not. <laughs> Fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Like I have no honor to defend because I have. You know what I'm saying? Because I have not offended you thus. That's just it. like these the societal conditioning states. Like everyone is 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 looking to be offended. Mm-hmm. It's measures of relevancy. Mm-hmm. It's like what the fuck have you done to be to be to be offended about? You know, like I look at a lot of people like coming back, like being a vet and shit. But like I chalk a lot of shit off the humor because of like the horrors and shit that I've lived traumas I've lived personally through, like certain things I don't talk about and shit, but it's like I listen to what and observe like the pop like people and just the shit that occupies the horizons of their mind. Bro, it's it's like it's like society is well, yeah, we we have to have some type of serious catalyst to make people wake the fuck up this voice about jab shit. Mm-hmm. Still on the fence because more people are like, it's like even today the dude was like, oh yeah, I just I just couldn't I couldn't I had to get the jab because I couldn't let that affect I couldn't uh, let that affect the bag. He said some shit like that. I was like, I was like, say less is what I said to him. Like, nigga, you sold out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like for, for fucking money. Right. Like, you ever seen that that meme? It's a cartoon where. You got someone sleeping. <laughs> you got someone sleeping, and there's a clown, butt ass naked, just dangling over him with his balls hanging right above his face. <laughs> That's what that is right there. 
<laughs> Niggas about to get tea bagged. <laughs> nah, he just. <laughs> uh, a good movie I think y'all should check out is Needle in a Time Stack. Did you see that yet? No, I have not. I never even heard of it. Needle in a Time Stack, bro. They listen. When you see it, like go to once you see it, you know, you judge it for yourself, but go to the ratings like IMDB and them and give it a 10 stars because they're really trying to hate on this movie. They're really trying to shit on it. But Needle in a Time Stack, it is a melanated time travel love story. You hear me, I say? Yeah. Yeah. Needle in a Time Stack. Huh? What year was this made? 2021 is a is that on netflix or it's a movie that's it's um it's out yeah you know i watched it on you know some free (laughs) (laughs) i watched it the way i watched it my nigga (laughs) 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 i got it how i got it okay He said that shit fell off the back of a truck, projector and all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was about to yell out, jailbroke fire stick. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is listening, okay? <laughs> that whole shit. You ever been to somebody's house, had whole conversations, and then the bitch just say, or like motherfucker just said, like, Alexa, play. You ever feel so cheated and betrayed? Yes. Like, this bitch oh. been listening the whole time and you didn't tell me? Yeah. Word. Straight yeah, by. I hate that shit. Nah, that shit is fucked up. Or like, yeah. there's been times where I've been sitting there in the house, you know, like, I think my folks have one. Of them. Just sitting there talking, been there for hours, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, this bitch just lights up. Like, hello, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you need me? Like, bitch, what? Like, who's that? <laughs> it's Alexa. See, my, like my mother, my mother got that shit now. Like I be every time I go over there, I unplug that shit. I make sure that shit is like ain't no no mm-hmm. pulse to that motherfucker. Fuck that. I want to play music. Go to your phone and plug a plug a aux cord in. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like give me that courtesy. Like, like if you ain't, you ain't listening to me for a decade when I came back from overseas and shit, you see all this shit packaged and presented, and you live, live, live it in real life. You still don't take my advice. I ain't got time for none of that. Why like, would you keep that for, shit in your house? It's no different from us. Uh, smartphone is that uh, there's a an IT guru on on YouTube that speaks that that uh, that your phone is always listening. That's right. A lot of people think, "Oh, really? Is there a person behind the computer?" Eventually, so what? What I uh, from what people have shared that yes, eventually when you like, there's levels to the TI stuff. Right. But eventually, eventually, you get put on that high enough tier level. Uh, they're well, agents, everything, you know. But they, but they watch eventually. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's enough um, lit conversation happening. Well, you, if you look and see kind of the collective that's come together with on the wake up radio too, <clears throat> and this is something even for you on the blue, like <clears throat> when they were talking about with TIs, what you were saying about it is isolating people. Once people are isolated, that's when they really fuck with them, right? So what, we, what we've what we created here, it's, you know, 
we're no longer isolated. Now we're collective. Now they got to play us a little more gingerly. You know, they're looking at us on a timeline perspective. Who knows what their fucking, what their supercomputers, what their quantum computers are telling us about us, telling them about us in the future. Like, oh, don't fuck with those on the wake up, folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pre-predictive crime or what is that? Uh, right, yeah. pre-crime. Thought, thought police. Thought police. Right. And, you know, they, they sent the ambassador, <laughs> intergalactic ambassador of assholes to come fuck with us. <laughs> John, John, the John Titter, that, that was a, uh, that was a time traveler from the year like 2024 or something like that. 2036. Yeah. I, I first learned of that, like from since the year 2000 is when I first started, uh, mm-hmm. The, the levels of woke per se, layers of an onion and all that is a uh, godlike productions. I don't know if you, you got, yes. y'all are old, well, you may have heard of that website. Yes. I've, yes. I've been on that website for many years. Then it got taken over. And if you even meant, if a person even mentioned Tavistock on DLP, they would get X'd out of the, um, of the screen name and everything just for mentioning Tavistock. What? So when you go on godlike productions, and you click all the agreements and all that, mm-hmm. like that's there's a whole different entity running that now from what used to be. Wow, that's crazy. Because I always heard about it back in the day, and they always popped up, but I was never on it like that, you know. But I didn't realize because you would think that so okay, so someone like me coming into GLP, right? Like, oh, this is a great resource, you know, for information, but. If you even mention Tavistock, because that's such a major piece of the whole puzzle. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, Aj Aj can, Azi. yeah, yeah. No, you, Aj- yo, you can speak freely. You can speak freely. This is OT on the wake up, man. Yeah. The Aj Kanachi Jujubees. <laughs> even the word conspiracy theory, you know, that was allegedly developed during the times of JFK. You know, by the by the think tanks. Yet again, right, right, and so people put those two words just invariably <laughs> put two words together, always seemingly. But there's you know conspiracy. But what do scientists do? They have a hypothesis theory, right? And so uh, the grand, the grandest conspiracy of all time is happening before our eyes and people still want to um, still put the theory to put two words together with it. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I was thinking back off that with, uh, with, with anti-Semite. It's like, that is mm. that it's putting a division there, but to my understanding is it like that, that itself anti-Semite was even created to, to, to um to for them to to raise the flag and say hey that's racist or you know they say never forget 9-11 and like it grounds zero even the uh the the cube you know the black cube and all that like you have waterfalls mm-hmm. convert into waterfalls into a black cube where the twin towers once stood as well as uh another building there that they erected uh the the well, of course, the One World Trade Center, but also the Oculus. 
like an entire eyeball that it's arch the architecture it it opens up it's yeah the oculus all of that stuff is just uh well cabalistic cabalistic things for it's like the the movie squid game from the the numbers on people's jerseys and all that the esoteric breakdowns um there's a, there's a guy online that does an excellent uh breakdown of that of uh, a professional occultist that uh that basically explains explains it in detail that um you know just just all all holly weird you know it, from so many different facets it's like what we're living in is what like a a mixture of of the matrix and they live thank you you know what's funny it's funny that you say that because what movie did I just watch? Oh, did y'all see that movie Free Guy? That's like The Matrix and They Live. It's because when I was watching that, that's what I was thinking. That's like with the magnetic reversal in conjunction with COVID and all that. Is uh, you know, you have uh, what 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 a lot of people don't know is uh, is about Elon Musk. You know, I think of Tesla cars and all that. His main company, the the boring company, literally the boring company, not as in boring board, but the those three story tall diamond cutters that go a certain amount of of yards, feet, whatever, uh, within a day. But Elon Musk, main company, the boring company, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, the Tesla cars fit onto those railroad track onto the tracks yes. the underground you seen that yeah 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 that's i mean that just gets further credence to the magnetic reversal and like they're go you know going underground and here we are looking to mars offshoot civilizations mm -hmm. yeah because the Svelbart right. seed vault you know the in sweden the Svelbart seed vaults and all that like too many things that add up to uh, and and all these weather anomalies, earthquakes in diverse places, La Palma volcano blowing off right now, um, uh, the X the X class solar flares, all of it is indicative of that. So it's it's just it more than surmise. It is it is that's that's the way I see it anyhow. Is that we are uh, what was that article that, that was uh, the magnetic Magnetic North for the last hundred years has been migrating towards Siberia at an exponential rate. And uh, recently they had found that it, it is migrating 10 times faster than what, what has been previously thought. Mm. Uh, there's a, there's a guy, uh, Maverick star reloaded. He has magnetometers placed around, around the earth of people that donate and agree to have the, magnetometers in their area so uh the data so thus far that he's that he's collected within the last year is that new magnetic north will be uh siberia uh russia which gives credence to like that we are warring over resources at this point and that even even uh russia invading the ukraine to go further south they moved Spellbart seed vault seed vault as well to to uh, to my knowledge, but um, mm. but it just it, it, that that whole 
the the bird's eye view, the big picture of that absolutely gives credence to like I don't see it in any any other way. And you know, they're the transhumanist the transhumanist human version 2.0 with the vaccines and all that. It just it it fits together perfectly as well as the the uh, the guy that is into uh, he's a cave hunter and uh, cave hunter, <laughs> uh, spelunking, searching out, searching out hidden caves. But because the caves, the caves throughout these cycles of time, the caves, uh, the, the the limestone walls, things of that nature, were what protected, uh, what, what, you know, the petroglyphs and all of that that people think are just unga bunga, Captain Caveman. We're just drawing like simplistic pictures, like there were animals running every which direction with the magnetics uh, going haywire through the magnetic reversal. But the the cave walls protected them from the cosmic rays, uh, the gamma rays in particular, uh, that were that one cannot sustain or live through. Hmm. Uh, so for them to be going underground, Elon Musk, the boring company having Tesla cars that fit and spit straight on those things. Um, you know, the, the California wildfires, a lot of, a lot of people have overlaid the map of the, uh, the, the train system that's supposed to be, that's, uh, the map of the, I think it's the Rothschild, uh, the, the system, the train system Mach two or something like that, that, that where the wildfire, where all of the wildfires have been, it's an exact correlation with where this high-speed railway is supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. Going to those cave drawings, the knowledge of the forever time. It's a seven-part series. Knowledge of the forever time. It's dope. But he talks about when he, he the dude that did it, he goes to the cave paintings and he explains how, you know, when you actually look at a lot of them, there, there are like encoded messages, advanced encoded messages in them, even to the point where some of the images are clearly animals, for instance, but then you're seeing the shadows being cast as if they were being viewed from satellites, things like oh. that. In the images, like you think that they, they're just painting stuff in the background, but they're painting like constellations and bodies, all kind of stuff. Well, like the Nazca lines in Peru. Yeah, like that. But like the aerial view, it's like the impossibility seemingly of that to happen from the ground. Knowledge of the stars and a lot of those, uh, is it the, uh, the pyramids in Egypt, uh, Mayans, all that, they correlate with Sirius B. And as mm -hmm. you all know, uh, I think you did a, a, a talk oh. or segment that about the, uh, the Sirius, you know, the, the dog days of summer that 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 gateway from what was it uh, actually my my oldest chihuahua in the world currently is over there she was born on july 7th during the the dog days of summer i call her my dog star but the dog mm -hmm. star the, the dogon tribe of um the mali africa that before telescopes were out before um, optics and all that they point to the skies for you for eons oh they, yeah right. that, where they where they get, got their knowledge from, mm -hmm. and since listen to the shamans of the interpretations of the shamans from uh, from the Dogon tribe of Mali Africa, that 
they they uh, they separate themselves completely from the rest of the tribe, uh, like up on the hill, basically like downloading that uh, the knowledge and and mm-hmm. passing. That's I'm I'm fascinated by the Dogon tribe, you know, and the connection with Orion, you know, in the in the movie Men in Black, when that little alien is like the galaxy lies on Orion's bed. right, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Something definitely uh, uh, peculiar, not peculiar, uh, more like uh, there's something to Sirius B and Orion's belt, without a doubt. Yeah, Orion, even you heard of these people, Cradle Mutua, the Zulu shaman talks about, excuse me, Orion, and it's called the rhinoceros constellation in parts of Africa. But then the you have these people, Westerners call them the ostrich people. You seen the people with the feet with the three toes? Oh yeah. Kind of like brother from another planet, right? But those are the they call them the ostrich people, but they're also the people of the rhinoceros star. But they say that they are their belief, their tradition says that they are the children or the, the uh, product of a relationship between extra, extraterrestrial beings and human women. And that's how they got like that. Wow. With three toes, three big ass toes. Like Genesis 6-4 and, and the sons of God uh, took, took to wives unto and interbred. There's the Anunnaki, you know, Inky, Inky Enlil, brotherly battle from you know, Anu's offspring, mm-hmm. keys to genetics. And like, so with human version 2.0 coming in, like is it's, it's like there is a, this, this matrix currently is like they're a matrix over the matrix. Just like a double, double trap soul snatching going on. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of describing it. That guy from oh, what's what's the uh, that the uh, shaman guy that he speaks of the 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 uh, the, the cheetah huli. Oh, the cheetah. Speaks a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. You had a a book that you were displaying at one point of uh, of the Dogon tribe that I I wanted to check out. I don't know the author, but I've um, been wanting to check that out as well. The pale fox. Uh, it, it's a, it's all about Sirius B. And the, the Dogon tribe, it was during actually during the dog days of summer you presented that. That's uh, funny because I don't know if I knew that was the dog days of summer. Um, where we at? Yeah, I got books for days, man. Okay, the pale fox. The pale fox. Just look it up. This is like this is the one of the French dudes that went and lived with them for however long. There's another book too, Conversations with Ogre Tomelli. I think that book might be with the ancestors now. I think that I lost that book. I don't think I have it anymore. But yeah, this book is so dense. Like, you know, as I was reading it, I'm just trying to find things I could hold on to. But there's another really good, see, make me go to my books now, man. Um, yeah, esoteric library to places. 
Oh, GZ, I don't, you don't even know, man. Like, I got so many books. This is just one bookshelf. <laughs> but these books as well. Science of the Dogon and Sacred Symbols of the Dogon. That that was those those are the ones you had held up as uh, earlier Usually, in the summer. Yeah. Oh shit, I did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I believe I don't you. Know if it was live or an, an on the wake up episode, what? But yeah, those I recognize it. Sacred symbols of the Dogon. The key to advanced that, that science in the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. These two books, right? The science of the Dogon and the excuse me, the seek what the science of the Dogon and the sacred symbols of the Dogon. So that'll help you because they use the Dogon language to read Egyptian hieroglyphs in a different way, right? So Medunetra. The Medunetra, right, exactly. Teach you how to better understand the Medunetra. So I'll just read this real quick section since we came to this juncture. It says, the, fin the first finished work of Ama to emerge from the egg of the universe was a tiny seed called the Po, a structure that, like the atom, is considered to be the primary building block of matter. According to Dogon mythology, the Po was the very image of the creator. Ama's creative will is said to be located inside the Po. The myths also say that the Po is the image of the origin of matter, that all matter is formed by the continuous addition of like elements, uh, elements beginning with the Po. These outward similarities between the Po and the Adam are reaffirmed by mythological descriptions of the Po's inner structure. Dogon cosmology describes the Po as being comprised of an even smaller class of elements called Sene seeds, which combine together at the center of the Po and then surround it by crossing in all directions to form a nest, like electrons. Dogon descriptions of the behavior of the Sene follow closely with those of atomic theory and thereby enable us to identify the Sene as mythological counterparts to protons, neutrons, and electrons. Dogon mythology even provides us with a drawing of the Sene that takes the form of a four-petaled flower, the same essential shape as one of the typical orbital patterns tracked by an electron as it encircles the nucleus of an atom. How did they know that? That, that exact symbol is like the Maltese cross. Um, I've, I've done some in-depth reading about, you know, the Knights of Malta. Mm -hmm. The Maltese cross is, uh, is in essence, more so than, than what they were for their time, is that, the like you're saying, that well, that very symbol, um, the, the, the electrons, the way um, light, in essence, light is consciousness, um, it's interesting. It's interesting to see like all, all these different different factions uh, correlate, uh, come into accordance with one another. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this book is worth checking out. They um, I just wanted to show you the branches of the Sene Na. That's the mono, that corresponds to gravity. The Sene Gom Gomuzu corresponds to electromagnetic force. The Sene Oreo corresponds to weak nuclear force and Sene Bennu corresponds to strong nuclear force. And so, you know, this thing, and basically they show you how to read 
the hieroglyphs in terms of that type of knowledge. You know, so every every glyph also has um, has a sub like a, what do you call it, a scientific principle behind it. Even the way they would talk, they don't just use language loosely like we do. You know, okay, ready, bet. So here's one like electron, own, right? So you see the glyph, the glyphs for it, right? But it actually, you said own, own like the on symbol. A you know, like we see the on symbol is. Uh, I don't know if that symbol was correlative with that, but you see uh, a a u n. On okay, wow. a u n. It's the feather and that thing that's the electron, and then that uh, the water underneath, right? Own. So imagine now a whole language based on that. Like you can't even speak if you're not speaking in those terms. This one. I'm just going to do one more. Right? Okay. Definition of the loop string intersection glyph. New. It means to tie, to bind together. But when you break it down, right? see the waves and all that stuff it says waves form and or shape particles from coiled threads followed by the loop string intersection right talking about string yeah. theory and all the, that the ancients were like quantum physics the observer effect like all mm. of this the, the ancient civilizations we think of the oh the seven wonders of the world but they they were so much more advanced than us, you know. It's like the well, the and the cycles of time, the the grand cycles, the magnetic reversals that happen over time. It's like start over, kick back to the stone ages, start over, and we build back up, and we're at the apex of that now. Where insert transhumanism and what they're doing now to to uh, each time uh, instead of moreover than rebuild, come back better, but to uh, refine and um, uh, more than endure a magnetic reversal to completely be beyond it. I've read in depth about that. You know, some say, well, how would how could they cut something? You know, must have had steel blades. Uh, you know, not steel blades, but the the technology to do that. But there, during each magnetic reversal, you have the liquefaction. So, if we think in terms of that, those things were malleable and easily cut. Uh, just it puts a different perspective on things. It's like the Nikola Tesla quote: "To to hold a key to the universe is is uh, or to think in terms of frequency, frequency, um, energy, vibration." I know I'm hacking that all up, but yeah. But the yeah. Uh, but as far as is is what the technology they had, you know, everything is frequency and vibration. So uh, even even the the next wave of healing, uh, what I I believe is that the next the well they they've had it for years but the um to heal the body using frequency and vibration um med med beds tesla beds now like along with that's what's going to be so that that is what is so enticing about this the new wave transhumanism and all that is we're going to see the most amazing medical breakthroughs which is going to make it like that carrot on a stick be all that much more enticing all in with it right yeah it's real 
Listen, brothers, brothers, we've been on this line for four hours and 47 minutes. This might be one of the longest episodes on this network. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much, fellas, for coming out, for having this conversation. You know, I think this was a really good episode. We got a lot of information out. You know, it's going in the archive. Time travelers, definitely listening to all this. You never know. We might know John Teeter. You know what I'm saying? He might be listening to On the Wake Up Radio as a young buck on some shit. You know? There's so many topics that were brought up. There's like there's another conversation with y'all of, of different factions that was like, oh shit, that part, take note right there, bring it up another time. But mm-hmm. yeah, this this has been it's a it's been an, an absolute honor to, to connect with y'all. And uh for sure. Likewise, for real, you know. Cause and anytime during the show, you'll drop like a paragraph of some shit. You know what I'm saying? That we gotta go and like read through it and you know and, and acknowledge just because you dropped so much. So, you know, it was an honor for us as well, just having you come through and chop it up with us. And you see, man, just like you said, it was just having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Three guys having a conversation. And it was dope. For the longest time, just being in the background and, and commenting and Instagram and all of that, like there's there's just just the the knowledge base, the echelon where your all thought processes are at, and and what the you know being old school woke per se is uh, uh yeah just looking forward to connect uh, another time even uh, whether it's on here or just like to to link up Google Hang whatever you know Google Hangouts or uh, on the phone sometime or something, you know. But I appreciate you, especially yeah. to talk about music. Cam, uh, Cam, you dropped music last week, and John, I see, yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah, the musician stuff. I, I'm a vocalist, and uh, I've been in several different bands throughout my career, about my military career, and now I've, I've been singing lately and doing comedy. So that would be awesome to speak on on a on the level of just uh, yeah, creativity. Yeah. Definitely. Put up with you offline about comedy too. I'm gonna talk. That's funny you mentioned that. I'll be performing at the comedy club while also building a stage with green screen and all of that here. But I'll be at the comedy club in a couple of weeks, and I'm gonna live stream it onto my IG out of the Blue BMX. So, nice. And just incorporating as many impersonations. I I, I do easily fifty impersonations or so. Oh. Um, you know, like to, to showcase just Trump or, or Beavis and Butthead for shortly. Like I've got a myriad of them, so I'll be live streaming that next time from the comedy club, and uh, you know just put it on put on OTW Tube out of the blue of my channel in there. That's still awaiting its first content. I want it to be, and that's like like my modus operandi of of my comedy is to bring uh, woke subjects per se, uh, the things that divide us. As far as humanity, bring bring those up and and truth be trolled. Mm. <laughs> you know, troll troll the shit out of it all. You know, mm-hmm. it'll it'll spark the brain somewhere <laughs> for for those that are that need to catch up to speed. That's dope. Well, with that, thank you so much, out of the blue BMX, for coming and chopping it up with us this evening. Definitely gonna have to continue this conversation another time. And you know, it'd be cool to get you on. We're gonna have um targeted Tony come on here too. We're gonna have a separate thing with him, but then it would be cool to have you two come and talk 
together. You know what I'm saying? Like get your perspective, get his perspective, but then bring the two perspectives together. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it's it's part of what, you know, I feel like it's part of our duty to kind of highlight what's going on with targeted individuals right now. One thing that these, uh, I think Dr. Duncan was saying that they, the ones who are doing this, they feed off of the fear. They want the targeted individuals in a constant state of fear. And if you're not in a state of fear and you're not being sucked into those negative emotions that are associated with this, this, uh, this abuse, then they, they're basically failing at their job. So, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a certain vibration of love and joy and peace, even despite what's being done as a targeted individual, then they really, you know, it, it fucks up their program basically. Yeah. And so I just want to siphon off that loose energy. <laughs> right. So I want to encourage you and I want to encourage any other targeted individuals, you know, to, to just keep fighting and don't let them suck you into that negative spiral. Do not become isolated. Do you know what I'm saying? You got us, you got your on the wake up radio family. You got other people out there who love you and care about you. And so if nothing else, just know that it, you, you are valuable and you are valued by a community of people, you know, and don't let these motherfuckers get you down. Absolutely. Yeah, reach out. Any any TIs that are just going through the throes of it and like or in serious danger of, or experiencing all this stuff, they often feel so alone. But you know, reach out. Out out of the loop. Anyone on this platform, I'm sure, could feel could feel uh, not just feel questions, but to just let those those people know that they're not alone. It's never alone. So it's time. It's seems like it is yeah yeah absolutely all right gentlemen thank you very much thank you out of the blue bmx thank you my brother john big shout out to the whole on the wake up radio family big shout out to the on the wake up radio army big salute to our super producer cindy ashby for bringing this all together tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio individual thanks for keeping the lights on dn cindy ashby ashby on the wake up you the people have the power the power to create happiness let us use that power let us all unite let us fight for a new world you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure by the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.